Buenos dias and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our ninth episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, where it is a good thing we don't speak German, or it would be quite the negative conversation. You guys get it? Negative? Nine? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Jokes will be coming all night, buddy. Thanks for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, afternoon, gracious, afternoon, evening, or night. Good afternoon. I know, right? It's like a big truck on fire. Yep, pretty much. As we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play, guys, I'm one of your hosts, the Nintendo Classic Gaming Carpet Coloring and Destroying Glorified Babysitting Dude, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the 24-hour extra live streaming, snake venom sucking, off-brand Pop-Tart buying son of a gun, Patrick Novacell. Now look here, I'm not the one that buys the Pop-Tarts. And next, <laughs> to him, the robo-vacuum stocking, Andrew Luck Book Club Bing, SpongeBob SquarePants but not Superman, watching and dancing fool Ronnie Johantis. Uh, Patrick, that was your perfect opportunity to give like a Western hello. And then last, but certainly not least, the youth group terrorizing, lapdog cuddling, parent signature forging East Coast brother from another mother, Mark Boucher. Hello, and and listen, if if you're having trouble breathing trying to say our nicknames, that's a problem. (laughs) I have no comment for that. I'm breathing now. Okay. If this is your first time... No information. If this is your first time joining us, people, uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Welcome. <laughs> but if it's not then welcome back this is something you might be used to today we are celebrating life movies and good old-fashioned daylight saving time for me and a lack of daylight savings time for you or at least some of you how about that yeah it sucks we've been working only three totally dark only, out it's like only ah. three three hours difference between us well and you guys you. get darkness at like five o'clock right Lucas is a time traveler, man. He's already in the future. I am. It's 11 o'clock and the sun's still not down. We can't get it to go down here in Brazil. It's always shining. What? Just kidding. That's not not how it works. I'm not good at geography. All right. Before we get neck deep in the craziness and the news and all that good jazz, let's start with a little bit of housekeeping as usual. I want to make a quick shout out to Mexico, which, as you know, speaks Mexican. I mean Spanish. Just kidding. Love you, Barnaby and Butters. And goodbye to all our Mexico fans. <laughs> there they go. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, you know, wanted to shout out to our, our Mexican fans. My wife actually lived in Mexico for the for all of her high school years. So it was a good time. She nice. loved it. Awesome. And uh, they also have great food. Yeah, they I do. Love, I love me some food. Some, <laughs> some food. Yep. Love me some food. <laughs> love me some Mexican food. Anywho. This is an international podcast, if you didn't know it. We're representing the U.S. and Brazil every single week. Um, The other sort of housekeeping that I wanted to cover, did you guys know we got a second review on iTunes? We now no longer have just one. We have two reviews. We've doubled our reviews. Look out. Boom. Boom shakalaka. Are you guys ready to to hear it? Okay, yeah. Let's do it. it. It's from our Discord and Twitch buddy, Tim Pollan. Ooh, Tim Pollen. Tim Pollen. This is what he had to say. He said, Great show. Better people. 
Ooh. Five no stars. Awesome. I, I love you, Tim. And then he said, give oh. these guys a listen. Positive discussion about life, movies, and games. Man, we this love guy. you, Tim. Yeah. Much yeah. love. That is sweet. That is sweet. Isn't that sweet? I love that. Tim, you're the best. And at that Art of Bacon, he also gave a review. I can't remember if we pointed that out. But he just talked about me, so it's not a big deal. But he still gave us five stars. So we love you, too. That's Mr. ten Bacon. stars if you if you put five and five together. That's right. We're a ten-star podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know why we're a ten-star ten podcast? Because we give the people the opportunities to keep connected with us. So... If you ever want to ask a question on the show, if you want to keep connected with us daily, you can find us on Twitter, at the GMG Podcast. I'm getting out of the way right at the beginning, just in case you decide that we're too weird to continue listening to. So you're going to have the connection on Twitter. If you want to connect us with us on a more personal level and hang out with some other cool people in our little community, you can join us on the Discord, where, you, where we might not have cookies, but we have a plethora of dad jokes always at hand. A plethora? On hand. A plethora. So, that's all with the housekeeping. We're finished with that. Let's get on into what's new in the news and our lives. And I think we should start with Patrick. Why don't you uh, tell us something good? Well, this past week I didn't do anything. I can't remember if I did anything. Lies. Fake news. (laughs) No, so I'll get a couple things out of the way first before I get into the meat of what happened this past week. Uh, So... Since our last podcast, we uh, Halloween came around town, and so we walked around town and get some candy with the kids. Uh, my son dressed up as Thor. Uh, my daughter yes. was Cleopatra. Nice. Now it was it was the awesome. the weather forecast was supposed to be rainy all day, and it was supposed to storm. We we're, we weren't expected to go out trick or treating, but luckily uh, it didn't. It wasn't raining when uh, we started trick or treating, which was nice. But as, uh, as we got uh, further into it, about a half hour, 45 minutes, it started to mist. And then the mist turned to rain. So we, for, we, we went out trick-or-treating for about 45 minutes, and then we headed on back in. Uh, so we got, we got, I mean, the neighborhood that we were in, uh, there were houses, like, right next to each other. So And almost every single house was giving out candy. So my kids got, like, I don't know, six pounds of candy that night. Nice. Now, was this good quality candy, or was this just like candy corn or something weird like that? No, my son hates candy corn. No way. Okay, good. I'm so not happy with either of you right now. (laughs) So, (laughs) speaking of candy corn, so uh, my son, they made uh, popcorn for Halloween. They have popcorn and candy corn in in the same bag. And he would Mm -hmm. not eat the popcorn because there were candy corn in it. Good man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so we, go ahead i was just gonna say apparently uh good taste in food like pop tarts and candy corn skips generations oh i don't like candy corn either no but i was referring more mm-hmm. to the pop tarts <sighs> off brand eating pop tarts thinker it pants. was last week it was supposed to be a safe space and you guys you guys did not make it a safe oh, space my bad mulligan you can edit it <laughs> out, again. Just edit yeah. it out. It'll be fun. I'm going to go back and re-edit uh, that, edit that and re-upload it so people don't know when they go back and listen. They'll be like, oh, this is a good podcast until episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so we did that. And then over the weekend, I took my son to Home Depot. And every couple weeks, so once or twice a month, they have this 
um, event where they have a bunch of kids come in and they can make something. Sometimes they make cars. Sometimes we, uh, you can make um, birdhouses. This weekend, we actually made a helicopter. And you don't just like, it's not like you just like stick stuff together. I mean, you use hammers, there's nails or screws or screwdrivers. Uh, so we made a helicopter and that was, that was actually pretty fun. My uh, son That's was cool. cool. It was the first time that he made it. Cause I've, I've taken my daughter to these before. It was the first time that I took my son to one. Uh, so he really enjoyed it and he's been playing with that helicopter. He has to, he has to sleep with that helicopter. You know, he takes it with wh- wherever he goes. He wants to take it into church with us, you know. He wants to take it everywhere, so that's pretty cool that uh, that that Home Depot does stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, and then that's pretty much pretty much the the what happened this past week. Other than I played a little Extra Life. Yeah, you did. Yes. So for twenty four straight hours, I played video games for the kids. Suffering and, for Jesus. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, played some Call of Duty Blackout, played Overwatch, played Spider-Man, the new DLC. Um, it, was actually, it was actually pretty fun. For like the first five hours, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, then I moved over to Spider-Man. And then about five o'clock after about, what is that, nine, nine hours of, of me playing, um, got into by, by, by myself. I started playing some multiplayer games, so when I, that's when I went over to Blackout and Overwatch, and I played I played uh, multiplayer games from I guess 5 p.m. all the way till 8 a.m. And without those multiplayer games, I don't think I would have been able to stay up because it was it was tough staying up all through the night. But then, yeah, did you did you drink a lot of coffee? Um, I had two cups of coffee. I had a cup of coffee in the morning, and then I had a cup of coffee in the middle of the night. So I only had two cups of coffee, but I also had okay. an energy drink. Nice. So I had some caffeine to keep me awake, and then, um, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, I was I was so tired, I was so worn down after that. I didn't think I was gonna make it, but then, Lucas, you showed up at five a.m. That's we right. Played some, we played some Bro Force. Bro Force. <laughs> now yes. that game, that was the first time I booted that game up, and that game is crazy. It is super crazy. That two D side scroller, man, that was so much fun. I that appreciate was super you. Super fun, but yeah. not as fun as you. You were so slap happy. You were so wasted. <laughs> you were lack of so sleep, done, tired, and wasted, man. It was so funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my donation goal uh, from from the start was a hundred dollars, and I actually got the one hundred dollars before I even started the stream. So that was awesome. So I reached out to Eric Thompson. I'm like, hey, should I up this? Should I up this to what should I up it to? And he's he's like raise it to two fifty, and I was like you know what I'm gonna raise it two hundred and see and we'll go from there, and then throughout the stream I got I got two hundred, um, and I raised all the way up to two hundred and sixty five dollars overall yeah. for, that, the, for those twenty four hours, so I was pretty I was pretty uh, I was pretty awesome that I was able to raise that much money. I was not expecting to raise that much money. Um, I got a whole bunch of different donations from different people, so. That was awesome. So I met my goal, um, my individual goal, and a part of the Married to the Games team I'm a part of. Um, our goal as a team is 7,500. And as of this morning, I checked, we were at about 6,900, maybe a little bit over 6,900, okay. uh, which puts us into like the 125 uh, overall team uh, out of like, I don't know, 8,000 teams or something like that. I don't know nice. how many. Yeah, so that's awesome. So we're close to getting 
that $7,500 goal. So that's Good really, stuff. really cool. That, cool, man. Um, speaking now, of extra you, life. Did you have, sorry if I interrupted your segue, Yeah. but uh, you had a, a drawing or a prize giveaway, didn't you? I did. And we're going to do that right now. What? Yeah. Time for surprises. So I got, I got, I got several donations, and some okay. of the people did not want to be in the drawing okay. for one reason or another, and I respect that. So we have, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the, uh, the names that are in the drawing. So right. I got uh, super listener Chad Fackler, Chad, hey, Eric Chad. Estep, stupidly epic. He donated, but he withdrew his name. Eric. Just kidding. Darren. <laughs> I love you, Darren. Uh, Craig Tornquist. Okay. Nice. Pat Shibby. That's my mother-in-law. She had withdrawn her name. She she didn't want to get a video game? No. She'd probably, I would give it to her and she'd be like, hey, do you want this? <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> yeah. Put this in the DVD player? <laughs> give it a toss. Mark Boucher donated. That's my somebody? brother. I think that's conflict of interest. Is it? Is it really when it's not going to him? <laughs> I hope you win. Now they're in different states. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Fair legal. Enough. And then a Ronnie Johannes. Oh. That's a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, of those, you have a pretty good chance of winning one of these four games. I got Grand Theft Auto V, Horizon Zero Dawn, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and Destiny 2. All of them are on Xbox One except for Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's PS4 exclusive. Yeah, it is. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a game, and then I'm going to draw a name. The first game I'm going to give away is Grand Theft Auto V. And that one is going to go to... Ronnie Johannes. Woo! Ronnie! Bear, 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 bear! Congratulations, Ronnie. I will give that to you sometime. Someday. All right, I will. Uh, when I watch, <laughs> as soon as Superman, you watch Superman, we, we will. Uh, we'll slip. <laughs> we'll slip right in. Uh, just a little trade. All right. The next one is going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn winner is Lucas Ham Swisher. Woo! <laughs> Mark. What? Hey! Oh my goodness. Mark, How many have, people were in this? Mark, like five. Have you played that game? I started it. Yeah, I, it I have not. Fin- I don't own the game. I actually rented it from Redbox, and I have not finished it. Awesome! Nice. That is cool. a great present. Thank All right. you, Patrick. Yay! Thank you for donating, brother. No problem. All for the kids. All right. The next one is Star Wars Battlefront Two, and Star Wars Battlefront Two is gonna go to Craig Tornquist. Nice Jedi Gamer yeah. CT. Congratulations, Craig. Craig. I'll reach out to you. And then the last one is Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Destiny 2. And Destiny 2 goes to Eric Estep. Nice. Woo, Eric. Good job, Eric. There we go. You're the best. I would. Is that the last game? That is it. That's it. I would like you to then raffle off my game as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's a chance I'll never get to it with this new game that I bought, anyways. How many people you got left in the hat? I only uh, I only got uh, Chad Fackler. Chad Fackler is the only one that didn't get it. Chad Fackler just got GTA Five. Nice. Super listener Chad just got Grand Ooh, Theft Auto Five. Which like major there shout out, is. major shout out to Chad because he's sure. like super listener. 
the best dude ever. He really is. We love you, Chad. Yeah, Chad. You're awesome. We love you. So, okay, cool. I'll uh, reach out to everyone uh, who has won and get your address, and I'll ship it on to you. Thank you for donating. That's awesome. Speaking of donating, so I ran the numbers of the extra life of how much donations they've received over the years because this is the 10th year that they've been doing extra life. In 2008, they raised 302000 Whoa. In 2017, they raised $11.1 million. Wow. It grew a little bit. They've increased every single year. And this year, um, up through, through Saturday's game day, raised $8.8 million. They raised $2.3 million on that game day alone, which is unbelievable how much people's hearts go out to these kids. For sure. And people are still yeah. going to be doing doing play days uh, throughout the until the end of the year. Yep, goes to December 31st. It does, yeah. So some some other uh, people within the community, part of the team, they still have their days left. I know that Jeff Swan is going to be doing it. Uh, Gabe Patillo is still doing it. Uh, and I know there are some others, um, but those are the two that come off the top of my head. But yeah, it goes through the re- end of the year. Donations can also come through to the end of the year. So that's awesome. So I'm sure we're going to shatter the 11.1 million from last year. If I if I may interject there, I have a I have a small announcement to make regarding extra life. So um, I talked about and and I won't go into too much of it because it'll go into my week. But um, so I'm gonna do a a sort of shortened version of extra life. Um, I won't be doing a 24 hour stream, but I'll be doing an eight hour stream, and that is on Saturday. November 24th, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern. Okay, so 8 to 8 on Saturday, November 12th? Yeah, November 24th. (laughs) November 24th. I was not listening. You were way off. That's the Saturday. (laughs) About 12 days off, you know. That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, right? That is correct. That is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Cool. I'm gonna write that down. Do it. You definitely, you definitely need to dementia man since you <laughs> totally misheard what I, I said earlier. That's why I'm writing it down. That sounds like the worst superhero <laughs> name ever, dementia man. Demi- Where sounds am like I? Whose lines did anyway? <laughs> Who How am did I you saying? get here, dementia man? Oh man. Cool. Okay. So cool. Uh, Mark, do you just want to roll into your week, your news, video games, or Patrick, did you have anything else? No, I'm good. Yeah, Mark, you can go ahead. Cool. Yes. <laughs> I might as well. Great. All right. So, yeah, um, like Pat was saying, uh, he was playing uh, some Black Ops 4 for his uh, Extra Life stream, and I got to play with him for some of that. Um, and so that was an awesome experience. Um, and then, uh, I played some, uh, no work Friday with, with Ed on Friday. I had the day off on Friday, so that was nice. Um, so I got to, got to play some with him. Um, and then Saturday, uh, we ended up going to my, my nephew's football game. My nephew's in the playoffs, uh, for his league and he, what's your, uh, what's, what's his name? 
My nephew's name is Jaden. Jaden, we wish you the best of luck in your playoffs. Yeah. Do well. And yeah. Uh, beat yeah. him down. Exactly. But don't literally beat him down because that's cheating. Well, they do beat him down a little bit. You know, it is football. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, they ended up winning that game on, on Saturday. Um, so they have another playoff game uh, this coming Saturday. And from there, I'm not sure if they go straight to the final game or I don't know how that works. But um, but yeah, so they do have another playoff game this weekend, which was awesome. Um, and then uh, I ended up taking part in the uh, in the MTTG community, Married to the Games community stream uh, for Extra Life on game day. And so I streamed for a couple of hours and uh, um, and played some Mega Man 11, which, just as I predicted, I sucked hard at. Because um, <laughs> it took. Dude, it that game is so hard. Did you did you at least beat a boss? I actually beat three. I beat three bosses. Oh, nice! But it took me 50 minutes to beat the first boss, to go through the level and beat the first boss because I got stuck really bad on on a certain part where you had to like go really fast um through a certain portion of the level and i just kept dying over and over and over and over again and there's actually new mechanics to to mega man 11 they have like a oh uh, i think it's called the double gear or something like that where you can either like speed up or slow down time pretty much right um, yeah i've heard of that yeah and so i was trying to like learn how to do that and <laughs> and where do you do it at the right times and and I was having a bit of trouble with that, but once I got past that point, I was just breezing right through, and I actually, yeah, I did, I beat three bosses, um, and then I switched to uh, Black Ops 4 myself, and uh, and played with Patrick. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we played for a little while. Um, Patrick, I think it was just you and I that time, right? Eric wasn't there, right? Right, it was just us. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was, that was fun, but, um, you know, the, the, the downside was unfortunately I didn't, I did not meet my donation goal. So that is why I'm doing another stream to see if I can continue on and, and try to reach the donation goal for the kids. Uh, that's, that's, that's great, man. At first, if you don't succeed, try, try again. So right. I have good Absolutely. feelings about this next one. You're, you're going to do it. I'm gonna try to be good. I'm gonna try to push this one as much as possible. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. And then uh, I think Saturday night we went out with my parents, my in-laws, to uh, not for not for Mexican, um, but we went to another place. uh, It's called Brow Burgers, uh, which is kind of like a like a German sort of beer hall style. Oh restaurant. man, I was so gonna guess it was German. Did yep. they have a good Wiener Schnitzel? I love me some Wiener. I schnitzel. don't know it's if so they good. actually have any Wiener Schnitzel, but I've had Wiener Schnitzel. Um, but uh, no, I don't think this place. I think it's just mainly burgers and and stuff. It's it's like the the atmosphere of the actual building is is like German beer hall style, but honestly, like okay. their specialty is burgers. Um. So that was awesome, and then uh, we uh, went back to my in-law's house, and I actually bought the the two expansion packs 
for exploding kittens. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Was it, is the expansion pack called Vomiting Cats? Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's no. got to be called that. No, it is Come not. Come on. It is Come not. On. Tell me. Although I may I may submit submit that to the Oatmeal, which is the name of the company that makes what? that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Sounds magical. Yeah, it is. Um, so, no, the, the two expansion packs are called Imploding Kittens and streaking kittens um yeah <laughs> who, makes, who makes up these names silly silly people um, i mean i get the exploding and imploding that's that's cool but streaking like do kittens even have like enough of a like enough of awareness to be like hey let's go streaking like how do they even streak do they rip their fur off how does that work? Technically, if they're not wearing a collar, aren't they streaking all the time? Yeah, these, exactly. These these That's kittens have clothes, and and they're taking their clothes off in in the pictures. Oh, I I can't handle that. That's no animals with clothes. It's, it's too much. I mean, so you don't like Winnie the me. Pooh or Donald Duck or stop. Talk <laughs> Donald... <laughs> does Donald Duck have clothes? No, he, he barely yes, he has does. clothes. He wears he a shirt. A, he doesn't he even has have a shirt underwear. And a hat. He doesn't okay. wear pants though. Exactly. It's still closed though. Partial streaker. And Mickey Mickey has pants and shoes and gloves. Come on, y'all. That's different though. That's Disney. They're allowed to do that stuff. It's not though. It's not different at all. But anyway. (laughs) Um so yeah, we played the the expansion pack uh to that and uh fun was had by all. We very much enjoyed that. And then Sunday we had the normal church routine. And uh, I actually took the youth group to do, um, there's an organization I'm sure uh, you guys, many of you listeners out there may have heard of this. Uh, It's an organization called Operation Christmas Child. Uh, It's put on by by Samaritan's Purse. Um, And so Operation Christmas Child, basically, um, you know, churches and and places like that around the country, they... they, um, they basically have people uh, get these shoe boxes that are provided by the by the uh, the organization, and you basically go and and buy small gifts and and you know school supplies and um, you know toiletries that kind of stuff, um, and and you put them in the shoe box, and they go to kids um, in places around the world who don't necessarily get. Christmas gifts who are uh, in need, and so um, we took my yeah, youth it's group definitely to... a great little organization. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's put on. Um, obviously, Samaritan's Purse is run by Mr. Franklin Graham, who is Billy Graham's son. Um, and uh, so we we made a box for a boy and a girl. Um, so they had a lot of fun doing that, and. Uh, I'm excited because they actually have this thing now where you can actually track where your box goes. Um, so that'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of a trip it goes on. Um, but they had a lot of fun with that. And, yeah, on the gaming front, it was mainly just the stuff I did with with Extra Life. Uh, and uh, with, like, Black Ops and uh, Mega Man 11. And then also, uh, the end of the night, I played some more Black Ops 4 with Mr. Patrick, who was streaming with Eric. Um, oh, dude, I love that game. That game is so much fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. 
Um, oh, speaking of uh, Black Ops Four oh, on uh, Tuesday night, Eric and I got our first chicken dinner, or none left standing. <laughs> you got your loneliness <laughs> award. <laughs> we All did. By myself. <laughs> yeah, felt pretty good finally to get uh, to get that elusive win. Nice. C- congrats. But uh, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, transitioning into some video game news, so the old Nintendo had their final uh, Smash Brothers direct presentation. Uh, for those who might not know, uh, the video game Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is coming out next month. I believe it's December seventh for the Nintendo Switch, um, and so this was their final sort of presentation to to give some little surprises away and so just a quick um, summary of that um, they announced that uh, there are two new fighters that will be in the the main roster uh, when the game comes out Um, that'll be uh, Ken from Street Fighter yeah Um, and it's a Pokemon Pokemon's name is Incineroar uh, he's a he's a new better Pokemon. breathe fire. He does. He absolutely does. Oh no way he does. No. <laughs> he better roar. Now my question is: Does this Pokemon speak by saying his name over and over and over and over again, just I like mean, the rest of them? I mean, this is Pokemon. <laughs> of course he yeah. does. Um, but... Just making sure. I wanted to make sure it was quality and authentic. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Basically, the way that that. Pokemon talk is they basically just say their name over and over again. So uh, what if I just walked around and like, Patrick! 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 You're not Patrick. doing it right. Yeah, it has to be like, sometimes you just say part of your name. It's like, Patrick! Pat! 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 Rick! 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 Patrick! Patrick! That, Rick. Does, does each Pokemon have their own language? What does that mean? Yes, exactly. That's what it is. They They all speak their name. Well, not all of them actually do that, but some of them grunt and make weird noises. A few of the Pokemon have figured out how to use the English language or Japanese language. <laughs> they figured it out. It's kind of like they cracked out. the code. But most of the of... time, they just speak their name over and over in different ways to make kind, it, you know. It's kind of like talking to a Wookiee. It's the same same idea. It's people somehow understand them. Except, except Chewbacca's name's not... <laughs> how do they know what his name is? Because he uh, says it all the time. Don't you hear him saying it? <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's Wookie. Or wait, that's Chewbacca. It sounds Dang. like Chewbacca. Yeah, that sounds exactly like Chewbacca. I took yeah. Wookie class 101. I know how to speak it. If you all play right. it backwards, if you play it backwards, it's Chewbacca. All right, so let's steer this right back on to the rails. And Chewbacca's uh, in <laughs> Super Smash Brothers, right? No. It is. No, it is oh, awesome. man. That would be awesome if he were Any in other it. Star Wars characters in this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm trying to do the news here. I don't know. I don't know anything about this game. I'm just yeah. trying to figure it out. It's just you, Mark. So, okay. So yeah, those are we, two news. We support you. Oh, I appreciate that so much. Uh, so yeah, those are two new characters that will be at launch in the game um, that you can unlock as you play Ken, the game. Ken and Chewbacca, right? Got it. Negative, negative. No, not Chewbacca. Pa- Paramore. Oh my god. Paramore. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. No, it's Incineroar. Come on. Yes. Incineroar. No. If if Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in this, I'd get it. 
Yep, I'd buy it right now. Off of Mark. You, you done? You done? Yeah, you're losing them with a sales pitch, Mark. <laughs> no, you keep interrupting my sales pitch. Come on. <laughs> but in any way, um, so, and they also announced that as a bonus DLC character, um, y'all know the piranha plant that's in the Super, Mario's brother, Super Mario Brothers games, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, he is going to be a DLC playable character. Um, Man, I can't wait to lay down some money for that. What? <laughs> yeah. Make it Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Just can't you Kevin, Photoshop Kevin his Hart head? Could get a... Photoshop his head on that plant. It'll be perfect. No, no, it won't. But anyway, so and also there's going to be several different amiibo figures uh, that they're going to be releasing. I'm not going to list those. You can look those up. Uh, Do you need amiibo amiibos to play this game? You don't need them, but um, you know a lot of people they collect amiibo and stuff <clears> like that. Um, and plus, they they do special things if you use them on the Switch. They unlock um, all sorts of different little things if you if you want to do that. Uh, but no, you don't need them to play. Um, but um, they also introduced that they're going to have an actual story uh, story mode for their game. Um, that's basically, um, I believe it's called Thanos snapping his finger and a bunch of people die. Or a bunch Wait, of Thanos is in this game. <laughs> See, you know what? Can you also play as Captain Hook? No, 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 you can't. Oh, man. We should make a game called Whatever It Is with All These Characters. <laughs> that sounds magical. <laughs> hey, have you played that game, Whatever It Is with All These Characters? <laughs> it's my favorite new game. <laughs> I would buy it just on that name alone. <laughs> yes, it would be magical. Uh, I am but, Mark, so am, sorry, I, am I remembering? <laughs> sorry, you three Nintendo fans listening. So, anyways, uh, when. I have, a, I have a serious question in regards to this single-player Nintendo campaign on Smash Brothers. But did I I saw something where like these bright yellow lights were going through the characters and like dissolving them or making them evil or something was happening. Is that the single-player campaign you're talking about? Yes. So basically, it's it's a campaign mode called World of Light. Um, I believe that's what it's called. Something of light. But anyway, um, unfortunately, it's not listed in the article that I have here, but... Um, yeah, it's basically a mode where all of the Super Smash Brothers characters, uh, there's this, like, some sort of evil entity thing that has basically, um, obliterated all the characters and taken their spirits and put them into, like, these, these evil forms, and the only survivor of this attack is, is Kirby, and so it's Kirby's job to sort of stop this, you know, onslaught of evil characters, uh, from doing whatever um but um what's interesting about that is um masahiro sakurai the guy that does the smash brothers games he actually is the creator of kirby so it's kind of interesting that his his creation is is the main character of the story mode but in any case um so that's going to be in the game at launch um and so that's awesome they haven't they kind of skipped the story mode last smash brothers game um, and also, um, they have, um, a sort of secondary mechanic, um, that are called, they're called spirits. Um, and, and these things serve as power-ups for your character's main fighter. Um, there's, there's a huge number of those, those spirits, um, from all sorts of different video game franchises. And you can equip, 
um, these spirits and they basically aid you in in battle. Um, and did then you, of course, did you say wait, they age you? Age you? <laughs> like What's make you mean? like an old man, like geriatric Mario, <laughs> by geriatric, like, a, by like an old plant, like a like a dead plant, or <laughs> what is that? Just hunch over. <laughs> you become a spirit. It, they uh, all of a sudden your superpower is getting out your AARP card, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna use this to beat you." Everybody's got a everybody's got a walker going after each other. <laughs> Complete with tennis balls. <laughs> that's, no, that's DLC. Oh yeah, you got to pay extra for that. I feel like we should give Mark money for this. <laughs> we have just we have just blasted his whole thing. Yeah, I, I demand reparations. Seriously. I will get on and donate as soon as you start streaming. That's awesome. right. <laughs> Check is in the mail. Love it. You should probably not mail checks in the mail anymore. I haven't used a check in ten years. That's good. That's good to know. Good man. But in any case, I think it's fine if you pre-sign the check, then it's fine. And of course, there is a uh, DLC coming. Um, there are several different sets. They'll cost five ninety nine individually, or you can buy the season pass for twenty four ninety nine. And that is it. So I'm excited personally for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It makes me sad that I no longer have my Switch and want to get another one. We can obviously tell what you guys think about it. So that's the end of my news. So We're glad you're here to represent Nintendo mm-hmm. and video games. Speaking of video games, we had a question from Derek Broughton, our buddy, down in Derek Broughtonville, Broughton. Broughtonville, Indiana. No, I have no idea where you live, Derek, but we love you. Somewhere near where I work because uh, he works in the same building. Fair enough. Sounds like a plan. So Derek Broughton from Cincinnati then. Uh, he wanted to know, what are your guys' thoughts on this past weekend's BlizzCon 2018? Ready, set, go. See, somebody other than me go. Yay, new yeah, characters. I, <laughs> there's new characters in Overwatch. They had, they had some Mortal Warcraft stuff going on. Maybe a Diablo mobile game. I don't know. I'm not big on the BlizzCon, but the only thing that I really got out of that is there's a uh, new character in Overwatch. So, I love Overwatch and I'm excited for this new character. She's a a long range. She's got like a, a rifle. She's got a shotgun. She's got dynamite. She's got a robot alongside of her. The robot's so, name is Bob. Bob, yeah. I don't <laughs> know the, what the acronym is for, but that that's name awesome. is profound. <laughs> Apparently, she yeah. is somebody sort of related to, in some way, I don't know, former girlfriend or what, of McCree. So. Yeah, she's a, she's like a has cowboy or a, she's a cowgirl, and because McCree's the only cowboy in the game, which felt out of place a little bit. But now they have a cowgirl. I don't know if they yeah if they're in the, from the same group or sisters, cousins, friends, whatever. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's actually pretty cool that we're getting another character. Cool. And then the Bob the Bob looks actually actually a lot like Zenyatta. Mark, I don't know if you saw Bob, but. Uh, the way he looks, I mean, he's a robot and he's got a mustache. Yep. <laughs> he's good. Can't go wrong with robots and mustaches. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But yeah, that's the only thing I got out of that, out of BlizzCon. I, uh, I saw that uh, there was some backlash coming out of BlizzCon because... Uh, controversy. Yeah, definitely controversy because uh, people were all excited because they thought that, um, you know, they were going to get a uh, Diablo 4 announcement. But uh, instead, they got a mobile game. <laughs> yeah, they did. Diablo Immortal. 
they will and, live forever on your phone only and they felt they felt kind of gypped about that because there was all this hype being built and uh, they found out it was a mobile game when it wasn't actually like a full-fledged I'm sure they're making Diablo 4 but they just weren't ready to talk about it at that point so yeah that's all I really know about BlizzCon yeah I have no additional information to share because what Mark said is exactly the only thing I had heard about I had not heard about Bob the mustached robot that's actually pretty cool (laughs) and I would have been even more excited to hear about that so Ronnie how about you buddy why don't you give us a little up. little update? Stretching. Give us a little update on your. Uh, we we're ready for your Superman review, right? I didn't watch it again. Oh, oh dude! Oh. But but what? I mean, I, that is I the third serious... time. People who are listening, they don't even remember why you're watching this, and I don't even think you remember why you're watching this. No, I don't. Banned. You, you know that? No, that's too easy. Too easy. Yeah, then I'll never watch You need a punishment. So you either shave your head or you stream a game of our choice for an hour or two, give or take. Don't have to like buy equipment to stream? No, no you don't. No. You, you don't. don't. You, you already have the equipment. You already have it. Yep. You have your Well, I live in a house I live in a house with no electronics at all. Uh, that so is that is a lie. Probably not going to work out. How big... are you doing this right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you in a? I am on a. Are you in I'm a van? Three-way phone you, call right now. Are you in a van down by the river? I don't think so. You're I smell in your fake house news. with electronics. <laughs> the, pe- the people listening can't see me. They don't know. They don't know that's not true. <laughs> You're. You stink of life. All right. So what I did do? There's. Uh, I mean, I have. A, you know, I have a, a busy, a busy, you know, week. Oh, here just to stop, cover. little rogue. I feel. I feel like you guys are going to accept it. All right. No, I didn't. I haven't followed it around. It just keeps getting stuck in the same spool of wires. I should probably block it off, but I haven't. <laughs> it's getting more upset every time. Uh, okay. So what really happened in my week is I played in a couple volleyball tournaments over the weekend. And I actually lost all of them, didn't win anything. <laughs> that was a letdown. <laughs> wow. Are you, you going to rename the, uh, the I volleyball did have team fun, to Andrew Lux Book Club? <clears throat> actually, the volleyball team, uh, so you, you come up with your own team name for the tournaments, and the girl that was playing with us in front of us, they asked, what, what's your team name? And she just said, make Ronnie do it. And <laughs> they just wrote that down as the team name. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, yeah, so they they were really fun, but and no, we didn't win. On the left side of the court, make Ronnie do it. Yes, and you're like make Ronnie do. <laughs> they do. What? They do announce everything over the intercom. So nice. It's, like, it's it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. So what uh, I will tell you what consumed basically all of my time this week, and also the time that I would normally have slept is Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Nice. This is my first gaming update ever. And probably your last. That's a fair, po- that it, is a fair it, possibility. At least when they come out with another Grand Theft Auto, I'm definitely going to do it. Oh, I'm geez. definitely buying that one too. Three so years episode later. 330. <laughs> yes. You heard it here first, folks. So I, I will say I've heard a lot of stuff. So uh, it's actually really Patrick's fault. Honestly, because I was watching his 24-hour stream and watching him play Red Dead Redemption, and that day I'm like, yep, I'm getting it on the way home. Nice. Um, and I, yeah, I've been playing it ever since. That game is really unbelievable. So what's uh, uh, what's made you kind of get into it so much, do you think, Ronnie? What is it, what's the element of it or what you're doing that you've just connected with? 
Uh, I think I think it's a, the open the, like the openness of the game. Really, you're, you you can go and you know follow the storyline, but you can really go in any single direction you want. I think that's why I played Grand Theft Auto for so long. There was like just so much stuff to do in the game. Um, but I did play the first one, and I remember really liking it. So I, I don't know when the first one came out. It was forever ago. Wasn't yeah, it? it was a long time ago. Yeah, like, um, I remember playing the first one, and I just thought it was really cool, like the open world concept. You're a cowboy, you know, outlaw will do whatever you want to do. So I think that definitely is what kind of drew me in. Plus, I mean, I, I like I was sitting at work, like with Patrick's like stream on in the background, and, like I'm watching all this. Like, man, I, I need to get out of here. I'm gonna tell him I'm sick. I need to get him to play this game because it looked awesome. <laughs> so, what is the craziest thing you've done in the game so far? Uh, well. Uh, I, I, over the past couple of days, I've been playing a lot and I've got myself in a real jam because I have like a top bounty in every single town. So <laughs> I am just being hunted by wolves out there Ronnie, every time I'm riding by myself. Ronnie the Renegade. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to run up like a bounty in the game, really. There's so much stuff like, you know. It, so it many is, bad things you can do. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, there's this one guy that I'd stopped uh, and I was telling Patrick about this, like you get all these random missions as you're riding like just down the trail and you can veer off or whatever. And this guy's over there, you're shooting like, like cans and bottles and he challenges you for like $10, which in the game, 10 bucks is not a lot, but you know, not like a light bet. And then, um, so he beat me the first time and then he gives you the option to double or nothing. Oh, okay, fine. And he beats me again. I was like, man, this guy. So I killed him. And I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if I'm going to get the full 20 back after I kill him. <laughs> and totally got it all back. That's awesome. Jeez. <laughs> there's, there's no consequences for losing in this game. <laughs> no, but I think the uh, I, you run up basically a whole bounty. So I was online literally looking like, all right, I don't have this much money to pay this bounty down. Because it's a ridiculous amount. Like it's like $300 in every town. And uh, I just found out. Basically, you can just go in town, make a little ruckus, and surrender. They take all your money that you have, but they also reduce your bounty. So theoretically, you could just go from town to town and do that when you don't have any money. So you can you can just walk in with five bucks and or a penny, and they'll be like, yeah, "I haven't." You're forgiven. I haven't figured out uh, if you can store money in another place other than on you, because that would be awesome. Like, uh, I mean, maybe like if you had like a storage chest or something. You don't have anything like that, from what I found. So basically, the money you have on you. Next time you go broke, just go ahead and turn yourself in. Pro tip. There you go, Pro dude. Tip I've from Ronnie Johantis. I've seen some hilarious oh. stuff from Red Dead. Like I watched this one video on Reddit where dude had like taken like an hour and a half to track down this like super rare horse, and it's like this beautiful white horse. And he's just staring at it, like it's just standing right in front of him majestically. And he's just staring at it for a moment. He's like, I finally found it. And all of a sudden, dude just gets blindsided by a moose and dies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's hilarious. It sounds like a good mixture of Far Cry and the good, bad, and the ugly. It's just just Grand Theft Auto in the West. Yeah. Yeah. Like the old West. That's basically what it is. Yeah, there's so I was talking to a couple girls at work. They're like, they're asking me what I did over the weekend. And I said, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. And they asked, what is that? And I was like, well, it's Grand Theft Auto with horses. And they're like, okay, I got it. I got it. I understand what it is now. That easy to understand. 
they're probably walking away seeing like uh thinking like horses riding around like on the map of grand theft auto (laughs) no cars everybody rides horses but it's the same grand theft auto with horses from the makers of grand theft auto i love these names but basically that's all i did uh, over the whole week is play this game and then obviously those volleyball tournaments i took a a mild break to do that but it's pretty much taken uh, even my sleep time you fall into the classic gaming trap where you're up till, you know, you're like, oh, man, it's 2 a.m. I can't believe I'm up this late. And then you're like, well, I'm already going to be tired, so I might as well stay up for a little while longer. And then you just talk yourself into it all night. That's <laughs> <laughs> about right. You feel like you've only been playing for three, 30 minutes, and you look up the clock. Oh, it's been three hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those what the exact heck? I have reason. done nothing in this game. Let's do some more nothing. <laughs> no, you didn't even complete one mission. <laughs> so three hours passed. Oh jeez. <laughs> uh but but night guy does not care about morning guy, so night guy always wins. <laughs> the battle of the guys. Morning guy hates night but, guy. But that is all I have for the week. And uh this week, Superman for sure. Liar. We'll see. So what that. what are we up to now? Like a fifteen percent chance? I think you go up five percentage points every time, every week. I did say last week that I was going to be five percent better. So, yeah, I mean, I may have to go up another five to get to that spot. But so you're saying now, there's a chance? For now, I mean, I'm not. I'm not promising the extra five percent here. I'm just saying when I decide to use an extra five percent. Nice. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> Carrying Ronnie. on. All right, Ronnie, how's your week been? Oh, it's been absolutely phenomenal. I played this new game. <laughs> Tell me you watched Superman. <laughs> just, this is your last just, chance, for real. I'm just reading what's on the teleprompter here. <laughs> I watched okay, so Superman. Lucas. <laughs> All right. So uh, I wanted to start by giving a, I won't say a retraction, but I wanted to make a reference to last week's show when we talked about the PS1 Classic. After listening to our podcast from last week, I like to listen. <clears throat> whoa, I like to listen to it from time to time to prevent such as me having to clear my throat over and over again. Um, but as much as I do not like to listen to my voice because I think it sounds weird and strange, I do like to listen to our podcast just to kind of get ideas and give feedback. You know, I think we all do that. And so I was listening to that, listening to us talking about the PS One Classic, and then also I listened to Married to the Games. Uh, over the weekend, shout out, Married to the Games, Woo. MTTG, Full Life um, Podcast. And, you know, they were much more positive on the PS1 Classic. And, you know, I just, I was just realizing that kind of last week, I think I was reacting more than responding to the PS1 Classic. You know, I heard things like Mr. Driller, and I don't even remember some of the other games. And I just was focused so much on the things I didn't know that I wasn't focusing enough on the good things that were in it. Uh, I feel like I just needed to say that I'm a little more even killed now, even keel, uh, and I I feel much more balanced and that I think I will buy it eventually. But I just wanted to say that, say my piece. I felt like I was a little negative last week, so I wanted to uh, make it a little more balanced, as it were. All right. All right. All right. So the other thing I wanted to mention is that I had, uh, I had, you kind of alluded to this last week, Pat. Uh, I had a second poll. Last week I did a poll on the PS1 Classic, 
And I also did a week-long poll, which I don't think I'm going to do a week-long poll ever again. You really only need a poll for like <laughs> 12 hours because then after that it gets lost in the plethora of things on the newsfeed. So, uh, but I did a poll last week about the whole socks with sandals concept. And I gave, no. yes, I did. Socks with sandals or socks with thong sandals? I just put socks. Flops. I put socks with sandals. So okay. I said, right. so my poll went like this. So finish this sentence. Sock with sandals is, I think it should have been socks with sandals are. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, socks with sandals are, uh, the first one was for the bold and the beautiful. The second was acceptable at home. The third was a fashion travesty. And then the fourth one was a sin punishable by death. What do you, what do you guys think won? Sin punishable by death. A fashion travesty. Fashion travesty. Absolutely. All right. Majority have it. The the winner by 45%, almost at 12, 13 votes, is a fashion travesty. Apparently, socks versus sandals. Socks with sandals is a fashion travesty. All I have to say is, if it's a fashion travesty, then who cares what you do in your house? Am I right? So it should be acceptable at home. Because fashion travesty only matters when you're out in public. Did no one vote for the at home? They did. I mean, we got 14%, so like three people. No, I wouldn't. Was, 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 that, was, that, was that you and your son? Oh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> and your wife. Vote. <laughs> uh, my son does not have a Twitter account. Thank you very much. Nor does my son. <laughs> I was the only one, and I voted for the bold and the beautiful. Thank you very much. So... We had a fourteen percent for bold and beautiful, fourteen percent for acceptable at home, and a close second place, a sin punishable by death. So, Ronnie, you were in second place with your guess. Uh, it wasn't really surprising. Yes. I was hoping maybe that out of the woodwork, some of the other socks and sandal people would come out and you know unite with me, but they're just too scared. You guys are just too mean. I do appreciate the second place, however. There's only three of us, and the other two chose the right answer. So second place and also last. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. That's true. You're the first loser. We're, we are giving out the participation awards here. Yeah, we are. I'm the last loser because I really thought my homies would back me up. All right, but moving on, that was my, that was my other poll from last week. So let's get a little more personal. First of all, this past week, I finished subbing. As you guys know, I was substitute teaching at my wife's school, and it ended really well because in my last class of the day, guys started asking me about video games, and I was like, nice. okay, now we're talking. Yeah. One guy's like, so what's your favorite game? And I started naming some, and at one point, I said Uncharted 4. He's like, Uncharted 4 is awesome. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> easy, easy there, buddy. It's okay. It's a fun video game. And then uh, another guy's like, so what do you think of this Elder Scrolls Six game? And I'm like, what? once you graduate from high school in three years, maybe you'll play it in college. And uh, what else? Another guy was, uh, he was telling me about a, he wasn't telling me about a game. He said one of his favorite games is, uh, and then he stopped. And he's like, uh, you probably won't know this game. And I'm like, go ahead and try me. He's like, Team Fortress 2. And I'm like, I know that game made by Valve. And one of the first hero shooters back in the day. 
He's like, how did you know that? He looked at me like I was, you know, Captain Video Games. It was pretty funny. <laughs> because you are Captain Video Games. Because Captain I... Video, video Games! Games. <laughs> speaking, speaking of video games still, continuing with that uh, trend, I was a proud gaming dad this week because while we were playing some good old-fashioned Nintendo, my daughter looked at me and was like, Dad... I want to be a gamer someday. Oh, wow. Just, did you did your heart just like sink like, oh my gosh, it this was is like, the best day it, of my life? It grew three sizes and a tear went down my face. And then I went to Mindy and I was like, Mindy, listen to what Tasha just said. And I was like, Tasha, tell, tell mommy what you said. And she just looked at me like, I don't remember. <laughs> said, oh. I know. Wait. And then, it, then I was like, you know, I want to be. And she's like, I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. And she started going into the, the Pokemon theme song. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're ruining this moment. And then she finally said it. I want to be a gamer someday. And my wife just rolled her eyes and left the room. It was good. Good times. Get her a Twitch channel. Get her all set up. I know, right? Get her get her Fortnite. You're all set. She you she'll be she'll be twitching all over the place. She she already wants to <laughs> she already wants to stream when I'm streaming. Twitch it up. Twitch it twitch it up. So the other thing that uh, we didn't mention in regards to video gaming and Halloween, we had our first uh, Good Morning Guys community game night last week on Halloween night, Friday the Oh my gosh, played, yeah. We played Friday the thirteenth and it was it was a good time. Pat had unlimited lives during that night for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea how. Lim but I, did, I did. I learned that Lim is one of the biggest screamers ever. He is such a screamer. He screamed the whole time. <laughs> he was just like ah! <laughs> Even when it wasn't him, he was screaming. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you uh you really get into this stuff. It was so funny. Mark was a professional hide and seeker. He made it I think he was one of the few that made it to the last few minutes of a round, and then, of course, he died. But still, he was professional at hiding and seeking. Just by hiding in the closet. And then I was i was probably the most boring. Once I figured out how to crouch and not be heard, I just crouched. And, like, they walk so slowly in that game when you crouch. And so my stream was just of me crouching and walking super slow in my jorts with my uh, flannel shirt on. It was ridiculously boring. And then uh, Jonathan, a.k.a. Sheldor, he was the only veteran of the group, and he joined us for the stream also. Um, it was a good time. We had lots of fun. And, of course, I failed to capture everyone's party chat, which was not a surprise since I've done that before. And okay. I, I don't think uh, Twitch streaming likes me. And so we'll be trying that again uh, another time in the future for sure. I, I still can't get uh, that Chad Kensington's face out of my mind. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. In this game, Friday the 13th, one of the characters is called Chad Kensington, and he constantly has this look of a mixture of sheer horror uh, and then some <laughs> kind of like, I don't even know. It's like the creepiest face you've ever seen. Like The, the graphics are I'm trying to think what it reminded me of. Yeah, the graphics are horrible, and his but his face is so awful. Like, it, it looks so contorted and creepy it, look, it looks so not human <laughs> there there are no words to express but between that and extra life i really had i think it's reinvigorated 
my desire to stream on a regular basis. I know it's done that for Pat too, even Mark. Uh, and so another poll that I threw up during this week was for the plea, the plea, no, the PS Plus games. I had put up a poll to see if anybody would be interested in uh, joining me and playing through one of the PS Plus games on my stream to watch or you know chat or whatever. And so I put up uh, the four options, and the winner was Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. I don't know if you guys have ever played that. It's an older game that was on uh, you know Xbox 360 and PS3. It's like a first-person shooter mix of Borderlands and Gears of War. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty fun game. I started the stream today and had a few people, few people on there. Uh, met a few new people and uh, got the game started. So it was a good time. Nice. On top of this, I've also been continuing my classic Nintendo challenge. I played not one, not two, not three. But four games this week, my friends. Nice. Yeah. I was a Nintendo playing machine. I beat three of them. So as you guys know from last week, I was playing through Super Mario Brothers. I played every single level. Every single level. No warp zones. And I even made some crazy discoveries along the way. Did you guys know that Bowser throws hammers and at, in later levels of, of uh, Super Mario Brothers? Did you guys know that? No. I actually think I no, did, I did know not that. know that. Yeah. So, congrats, Ronnie. You still haven't made up for not watching S Superman, but congrats on knowing that. <laughs> no uh, points awarded to you. The other thing I discovered was that if you if you throw your fireballs at uh, Bowser, he eventually will poof and turn into a squid and then fall into the lava. Did you guys so know that? Not, I did know did that. Not. Okay. So, nice. I think the reason behind that is because, like, you know how every... Every time you, you go into a, a castle and then you end up beating Bowser, um, you end up finding a toad and he's like, oh, sorry, but our princess is in another castle. Well, it's because basically these are imposter castles and these are imposters pretending to be Bowser, but that's not Ooh. actually Bowser. The final All level right. Bowser is the actual Bowser. So I think All that's right. what's going on there. Interesting. Okay, cool. I didn't know that at all. The more you know. Ta -da. Um, Ta -da. <laughs> so then I, I beat that game and I discovered it has new game plus. I had no idea. Uh, when you finally reach Princess Toadstool, she's like, hey, your quest is over. Press B to start over. And it's like, what? What do you mean start over? I don't want to <laughs> find you again. So <laughs> I pressed B just to see what would happen. And it was new game plus, except instead of the Goombas, the little mushroom guys, it's all a bunch of those buzzy beetle, those... Uh, those little enemies that can't be hurt by the fireballs. Oh my and gosh. so I was quickly like, well, I completed that playthrough moving on. <laughs> and, and we're I, done. <laughs> and we're done. So I moved on to the Donkey Kong saga, the OG Donkey nice. Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., which pretty much is three or four stages on repeat over and <clears throat> over and over and over again. And it's very much a pure arcade game that really is never ending until it glitches out after so many playing like a bajillion years. Um, I did not play the bajillion years, but I did play all the numbered levels of Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. It was pretty cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had never gotten past stage one of Donkey Kong, and I had never played Donkey Kong Jr. before. 
and and what's interesting to me that when you take both of those games together, it makes quite the like saga. Like you you have the first game where you're Mario and you're trying to rescue someone by the name of Pauline, which I had never heard of before. I read the manual, of course, because you get that with the game, a digital manual. You can read the the little information, and you're so you're trying to rescue Pauline, and so you defeat Donkey Kong and you make him fall from the building, and then in Donkey Kong Junior. Uh, Mario was not satisfied with capturing or getting Pauline back. Instead, he caged up Donkey Kong and made him do slave labor. And so Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> is trying yes. to help him. And for whatever reason, Mario has Donkey Kong in the jungle. And so you're going through the jungle trying to save your dad. And in the end, you you save your dad and you kill Mario. He falls to his death and a little halo goes above his head. And that is the... Donkey Kong Saga. It's good times. And in playing that game, I really thought about how, you know, they could make a movie about this. Speaking of movies, that brings us to the topic of today's show. Are you guys ready? You have become a ninja at those transitions. I know, right? All right. Well, if you guys are ready, vamanos, muchachos. All right. So our topic of the week is movies. We love them. I'm pretty sure every single human being on this earth loves movies. And if you don't believe me, look at the growing numbers of Netflix, illegally downloaded movies. I mean, movies are everywhere. They're awesome. We love movies. So tonight we're going to be talking about movies from our childhood past. We're going to be talking about our favorite movies. We're going to even be sharing some of our uh, closest friends, their favorite movies. So before we get started, I just wanted to make sure that everybody uh, is ready to share about some of their favorite movies. We need to make sure to share from different angles, you know, make sure to kind of share some of your thought processes. I thought we could do like a round robin. Uh, instead of, you know, one person sharing like all their favorites, we can just kind of go one by one and share each of our favorites, share some feedback, opinions with each other. But remember, there are no wrong answers or wrong movies unless you're not, your name rhymes with bat or bat Rick. <laughs> just so you know, there are no wrong answers for anyone except oh, that person. Uh, also... Feel free, if you have lots and lots of movies, you can save those honorable mentions till after we've mentioned our favorites and all that stuff. Okay? Sound good? Sounds great. Good. All right. Well, let's start out with our childhood favorite movies. And to warm us up, would you guys like to hear some of the Discord members, our best friends, some of their childhood favorites? Absolutely. Go it. Why not? So, Mr. Jared Orr, our Akron buddy, he had this to share. He said, the original Star Wars trilogy is definitely my favorite childhood movie and movies. When I was little, my dad got the trilogy on VHS for his 40th birthday, and I watched them with my dad as my first introduction to Star Wars and instantly fell in love. I proceeded to watch them over and over again, as kids usually do. Those movies became my impromptu babysitter also. 
If my mom wanted me out of her hair, she would just pop in Star Wars and little Jared would be fully occupied for hours. Nice. nice. That's, that's a good choice. That's an excellent choice. That's an excellent choice. I should be taking <clears throat> tips from your mom, Jared, because I just let my kids watch Netflix and they just choose whatever. I should have stuck to the good stuff, the classics, and not let them watch Paw Patrol over and over and over again. Goodness <laughs> gracious, how many stinking things can get in trouble for these dumb dogs to rescue. Anyway, it's on to, on to other things. Uh, Mike BC, Mike from Quest for Pixels, he said, Mike. Growing up, Mikey, growing up, our Boy Scout troop was constantly getting together at this boy's house or that boy's house to watch Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, another nice. good choice. Yes. It got to the point where we could recite the whole movie from memory. One year at camp, we had to come up with original skits to see what troop, uh, wait, to see what troop would eat first at the mess hall. The adults in charge of the campgrounds would choose who had the best skit that night, and they would line up first. Our troop one night decided to base it off the movie. My brother and I were the leaders of our troop that year at camp, and we had everyone bring their scout handbooks to dinner that night. We were already in two lines with me as senior patrol leader and him as assistant senior patrol leader at the head of each line. Right before the skit, we moved to the back, and the lines widened to create a gap. In the cadence of the Jesus Domine Donais Requiem, we instead said, We want to eat first today. Thwack! with the books. This is all we really <laughs> pray. Flack! As my brother and I came up the middle aisle to take our place at the front of the lines, and yes, we ate first that night. Nice. You can't go wrong with yeah. Good work. the Holy Grail. Good work. That's awesome. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Is that African or European? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. Uh, Matt, also known as Arctic Warlocks, he said, It's got to be better off dead. Please, someone on this podcast must have seen it, right? If not, give it a view before recording. You need to check it out. I think it's on that popular website where people go to see stuff. I ran out of time to get all the details, but check this out. And he proceeded to show us the Better Off Dead trailer. So did anybody know that movie? I did. Yeah, I know. I don't know anything about that movie, but I watched the trailer for it. And I couldn't figure out if he died and then he didn't know he was dead or he had superpowers after he died. <laughs> no. I don't know. It was John Cusack. I have no idea what it was. It was neither one of those things. Uh, but well, yeah. I saw him, like he had a noose on his, on his neck. Yeah, and then so... it looked like he was about to die. And I assumed he just died. And then he, <laughs> but he never died. I don't, I, it was so confusing. <laughs> he so died, for those that don't died. know. <laughs> Better off you dead. Just have to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not allowed to talk about such things, Ronnie. You've well, yet you... to watch Superman, buddy. So oh, keep it to yourself. Uh huh. Banned. Banned. But yeah, Better Off Dead is a 1985 movie. It's it's it's. I love the 80s movies about teenagers because every single one of those uh, actors, they're all adults and they're all pretending to be teenagers, and they don't look anything like teenagers. They look like middle-aged teenagers. But the, the movie's pretty much about a, a teenager that he feels like he's worthless. And throughout the whole movie, like his, his parents ignore him. Uh, he gets made fun of at school. His brother is like half his age and a lot cooler than him. And so in the trailer, he's like looking for different ways to kill himself. And the one you saw, Patrick, is where he's trying to hang himself and his mom's vacuuming. And she accidentally opens the door on him and it actually he starts hanging himself for real. 
I don't think he actually hangs himself, and I don't think he's dead during the movie. I, I watched the movie a long time ago, so I vaguely remembered it, but, you know, teach their own. Yeah, that doesn't sound like my thing at all. Yeah, well, <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have that. So the last, uh, the last childhood movie comes from Tim Pollan himself, and he said, Blazing Saddles. Nice. Back before everyone got offended by everything, Mel Brooks made fun <laughs> of everyone. And then he gave us the Blazing Saddles Netflix link. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, any Blazing Saddles fan? I can't imagine watching Blazing Saddles as a child and understanding half it, of what was going on. Exactly. I watched it when I think my maybe when I was like 15. And I, I, I mean, that's 20 years ago. I don't, I mean... If I watched it now, I probably would get way more out of it, understand more about it than I did when I was back when I was 15. For sure. Um, yeah, I do want to go back and watch that one. For sure. All right, guys. So how about you? Let's hear about your childhood movies. What you got? What are, what's, your, what's your favorite? Do you, guys, do you guys have a favorite, like the best of the best? It's Home, Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone. I like it. Yes. That movie is so good. Did you not like leave that movie just wanting your parents to leave you behind when they go went on vacation? <laughs> Set all those traps. Yeah, no doubt. Buy pizza, eat all the ice cream I wanted, just run around screaming. That yeah, movie was Christmas, uh, yeah. so yeah. classic. <laughs> you got those cool video recorders too. Oh yeah, yes, talk boys. boys and the talk boy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Callback. So, what other Anybody movies? Else? Pat, you don't have any more? Any other? That's it? You came with one? Oh, no. I mean, well, no, was... we were starting, we're doing round robin, so let's let's oh, okay. share the love. We're just giving our number one for now, and then we can save our one or two, Ronnie, one or two honorable mentions. <laughs> I actually, I copied your question right onto my like word sheet here. So, like, I mean, it literally in parentheses still says only one or two. <laughs> That's exactly what I didn't do, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise <laughs> it's that renegade ronnie again yeah <laughs> what do you got ronnie uh, i will throw some childhood movies with at us the goonies oh, nice the goonies do the truffle truffle yes <laughs> uh i wrote i wrote that one down and then i erased it no offense to goonies it's still it's a great movie it's a classic for sure yeah, it is i at least once a week i don't know why but at least once a week i quote that little asian girl uh, that gets her bike stolen. My bike, my bike, my bike, my bike. I quote that one all the time for some reason. I don't know why. There's always a context in which somebody is stealing something and my kids are complaining about something and I just start doing that and they look at me like... There's always a... Uh, do you see you see people stealing stuff all the time? Where you have to say my bike all the time? Patrick, this is this why is, you call the this cops. This is Brazil. Like this is Rio. <laughs> this is Brazil. Everybody, every, everybody owns everything. That is correct. This is this is mine. No, but good choice, okay. man. Goonies is a good one. <laughs> How about you, Mark? Okay. So, I guess for my first one, it's a toss-up between a couple, but I'll go with this one as my number one, I guess. Uh, the 1989 Batman movie. All right. That is something that uh, I had the VHS copy of that when I was a kid. And I would play that movie all the time. Um, nice. Ab- absolutely love that movie. Um, being yeah. a, obviously a hardcore superhero fan I am. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, how old were I, you when you? How old were you when you first watched that? I had to have been four or five. Wow, that would have given me nightmares for sure. Wow, yeah, <laughs> for real. I did not. I, I was like, when I think of childhood movie, Batman's not the first one I think of. But I was a little older than you, so. And that led that, me to be the sense. person I am today. All right. <laughs> Batman, it is Michael Keaton. Well, that, that is a classic. But man, that Tim Burton—he sure knows how to give kids nightmares. Yeah, that one wasn't as twisted as like Batman Returns was. That one was just straight up weird yeah that one was pretty twisted well my uh my childhood movie is i think i don't know if it's a real popular choice but (laughs) for me i have a very emotional connection to it uh and it's all dogs go to heaven a classic classic cartoon one um and and the reason i chose that one as my favorite movie i don't know if it's one that i would watch over and over again or like I actually haven't watched it in a long time. I'm sure if I turned it on for my kids and we haven't watched it yet because of the emotional connection, I don't want my kids to break down and cry like I did when I first watched All Dogs Go to Heaven, but it, it might not be as cool as I thought it was back in the day, but that was my that that's that's my all-time favorite All Dogs Go to Heaven. My all-time mm. favorite childhood movie. So All right. I've never seen it. Never seen it? You, no. You should definitely watch it first. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much it's about a dog that dies and he resists uh, uh he actually is destined to go to hell but he makes a deal to try to help or save someone and then it's about him like as a ghost trying to help this little girl because she's the only one who could see him and then uh it's about him like sacrificing and eventually you know is this, going is to this a child Spoilers. film or a horror film? I know, right? This is a child film. <laughs> this is a child this film. would totally not fly today. <laughs> no, definitely not. But after I watched it, I just went up to my mom and I was like, why did he have to die, mom? And I just cried. And it was the first movie that really elicited like emotions from me. So that's why it's my favorite childhood movie. Bambi cool. didn't do it for me. I was like, yeah, sure. The mom died. She was boring. Move on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasn't like that for real. I'm just joking. But for whatever reason it didn't it never got a, any emotion from me, but all dogs go to heaven totally. So what do you guys uh what are your others, your honorable mentions for childhood movies? What do you got? Aladdin. Ooh, nice. That's a good pick. I like it. Pick. I still watch Aladdin now. I mean, everything about it, the, the songs, the stories. Yes. I'm really excited about the new Aladdin live action movie that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. I think it's next year. I think it's going to be real good, and I believe in Will Smith. Even though I don't think I don't think he's going to try to top Robin Williams, I think he's just going to be a different genie. I think he's going to do yeah. a good job. He's got well, to take if, a I mean, if, if they follow the same formula that they, that they did with Beauty and the Beast, uh, the, that live action remake, which was really good, it was really good. If they do the same thing with Aladdin, then I'm sure it's going to be good. I mean, it's Disney, so they're going to put a lot of money behind it for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, was it? So it's me next, right? Um, or is nope. it you, Ronnie? But you can nope. go. <laughs> I, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking that I was in the two hole, but I don't know now. Nope, go two for it, hole. go for it, Ronnie. You first, my friend. All right. Well, my here's what happened to me. I started getting, I started looking up movies from when I was a child, like just lists of movies, and I realized that the '90s were like the best decade for movies ever. They were so, so magical. So even though The Goonies was in 1985, that's that's uh, the '80s got lucky there. <laughs> so lucky with Goonies. Don't be a hater. My honorable 80s is mention. Yeah. 
I mean, I came from the '80s, so I can't really hate them too much. Uh-huh. True that. And they might they might have the best music of all time to dance to. Agreed. Also. <laughs> Seconded. So my honorable mentions are the Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah. Small Soldiers. Oh wow. The Mask. Rookie of the Year. Hook. Free Willy, Jumanji, Space Jam, Dumb and Dumber, Jurassic Park, The Sandlot, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, The Movie, Jack Frost, Big Daddy, <laughs> The Flintstones Movie, Major Pain, Forrest Gump, Independence Day, and Office. <laughs> okay, half of those are not childhood movies. <laughs> you were way too young to watch. Oh, those, are, those were all those were all in the nineties. Okay, but we didn't say best nineties movie. We said best childhood movies. Were you still a child when you watched those? <laughs> 19 yeah, I mean, honorable mentions. Depends on what you consider child. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, if you're Jewish, you're a, you're a child until you're like 30 years old and then you're an adult. So <laughs> I guess, I guess that works. Fair enough. Hey, I watched Batman when I was five. So I think it, I think it's a possibility that he could watch those movies when he was a kid. I guess, but that's some, that's going to give you some partial scarring, partial mental. So you scarring. watched all those movies when you're a kid, you can't watch one when you're an adult. Yeah, I mean, my adult life has been way different. I know, right? (laughs) Apparently. Life gets in the way. (laughs) Well, I was surprised that nobody brought up my honorable mentions. I had two. I had the OG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the first live action. Mm, Nice. That was magical. I remember sharing a a movie theater seat with my my best friend and neighbor, Matt Lynn. We watched that movie. It was magical. And the other one is an old Disney movie from the 80s called Flight of the Navigator. Oh yes, Fly the Navigator. Navigator. Oh. Isn't that Pee Wee Herman? Round, Wasn't he round, the uh, get voice? Around, I get around, yeah. I think I he, was. he was. The, was if he, he if know. he if it wasn't, he was doing his best impersonation. Congratulations, Mark. The phone goes <laughs> off. Uh, Another five dollars in the bucket, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just full of Mark's money so far. Yeah, it is. See, um, I changed but, my alarms on my phone so that wouldn't happen, but we're recording earlier now. Uh, yeah, blame blame the time change. Blame uh, Brazil. Total backfire. I do blame the time change. Thanks a lot, Brazil. <laughs> Ruined everything. Um, but yeah, the flight of the navigator was just classic. It was amazing. Um, keeping with the childhood theme, that maybe this applies more to our childhood than current times. Uh, Quest for Pixels, Mike BC from the Discord. He wanted to know. Do you guys still have a drive-in movie theater where you live, and do you use them? Here in Vegas, there's one drive-in theater, and they use, uh, they use, they use to be, okay, sorry, I'm reading it as it is. They used to be $5.50 for two movies, but now it's seven bucks, and most of them play alone. So it's not near as good a deal anymore as, so we don't go as much anymore, since there's a $2 theater in town too. Yes, it used to be a dollar. Don't even get me started. No, uh, I think we do have a drive-in somewhere around here, but I don't use them only because the the theaters that are around here, I mean, they have upgraded all of their sound. So it just sounds so good in the theater, whereas the speakers in my car aren't. So I I don't enjoy going to drive-ins. I think there's a drive-in theater somewhere around here, but I I have not I have not gone to one. It's just not something I'm like super interested in going to. We actually have a movie theater, um, probably like 20, 25 minute or uh, 
uh, driving like, <laughs> like five minutes away from the house. <laughs> I was like, most of us have a movie theater uh, nearby, Ronnie. Yeah, Thanks. Like three movie theaters within that radius. Um, no, I, I have one uh, pretty close to me. And I remember my grandma and grandpa taking me there like when I was a little kid. So like I have like kind of like drive in like nostalgia about it, you know. For sure. Um, just, a, I don't know. It was, just, it was like for us when we went, I haven't really, I haven't gone, I don't think since I, I haven't gone since then, I don't think. But um, no, just that, you know, you like you're sitting in the car, like, you know, or, or like my grandpa's truck, like we're, we're sitting in the back of it. You know, it was just like really cool, like when we were little kids, like it was a really fun experience. Uh, but I have not been uh, as an adult. The last time I went to a drive-in theater, it, my daughter was about six months old, five months old, uh, middle of 2010, summer of 2010. And we watched, I think, Shrek Forever After and a superhero movie of some kind. And pretty much we just put my daughter to sleep in the in the car and then we sat outside and watched the movie. I'm also like Patrick, the sound quality for drive-in theaters just kills me. I know that you can use your radio to uh to like, you know, to transmit the sound of the 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 movie, but it's just not the same sitting in the car looking through the glass. You need to be outside and just kind of taking it all in. I grew up doing the going to the drive-in though. It's it's so good, or I almost said drive-through, <laughs> going to the drive-in, <laughs> and it was such a magical time, and uh, definitely has a lot of nostalgia. Uh, folks, this just in, uh, we have breaking news. Uh, Mark did not share his honorable mentions, so we're going to give him that moment to do that now. Ready? I appreciate you swinging back around to me. Yeah, just for you, buddy. <laughs> what were your honorable mentions? We don't want to We don't want to leave anybody hanging, so well, go ahead. Well, I'm going to... Since I, I'm allowed to do mentions, um, I'm going to technically throw in three movies that are part of a trilogy that are among my favorites, and that is the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved those movies when I was a kid and still love them to this day. Um, I used to pretend when I was a kid, I used to pretend that my mom's car was the DeLorean and anytime she needed to go get gas, we were filling it with plutonium. Um, and I just love the whole idea of time travel um, a, a, in general. And and so that, that movie just, oh, so good. Um, and the whole trilogy was great. Now, some, some, like, one is better than the other. Like, obviously, the first one is the best. Um, I, for a long time, I liked the second one uh, after that. Mm-hmm. Um, or it actually used to be my favorite for some reason, just because of the future element going into the future. Um, but I, see I think, I think, I think three is now, uh, a little bit higher than two, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, but yeah, absolutely love those movies. Cool. Yeah. Those are, those are actually three of my favorite movies of all time. The back to the future trilogy. Um, there was, I think it was maybe three, two or three years ago, me and my buddy Chris went to a, um, a theater and watched Back to the Future 1 with a live orchestra. What? Yes. Wow. And it was so actually cool. one of the coolest experiences to watch um, through, a, through that. I mean, we had, we had like, I don't know, back row all the way up top seats. But regardless, I mean, we were in that theater listening to live music from the nice. from the, from the movie. That was pretty really that cool. That is cool. Nice. They had uh, DeLoreans all outside. You can get in DeLoreans. Oh. They had like 
uh, costumes. You could put on the the Marty McFly jacket. You could put on the Doc Brown outfit and all that stuff and, and get pictures. And it was pretty sweet. And I think uh, Alan Silvestri. He was he was the, actually oh the composer, gosh, yeah, and he and he was there doing it all. Wow, yeah, that is cool, really cool. Was that back in like on like Future Day when they like did the 2015 thing? Was it like back then? I think it was. I think it was 2015. Yeah, nice. Maybe I'll throw up a picture on on the old Twitter of of me and Chris and next to a DeLorean with our uh, with our Back to the Future clothes on. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Well, very cool. Well, since Patrick, you mentioned those being your favorite movie of all times, I think that would transition us into talking about that. What are your guys' favorite movies of all time? Do you guys have like a top three that you can name off? One, two, three. Yeah, I'll start us off. I think um, one of my favorite movies for the past while has been Goodfellas. I don't know if you guys have seen that. All right. Um, yes. Man, I, I love that movie. Like just movies about like gangsters and mobsters like that. I think that's really cool. Uh, Remember the Titans. Oh man. Is, good one. Man, that's love a really good Titans. one. Mm-hmm. I've used that. Uh, uh, all... I use that in my English classes uh, here in Brazil a lot. And uh, not just to teach them English, but also to teach them about uh, civil rights and racism yeah. and, like just about the American side of that, that they don't experience here in Brazil as much. So that's a great movie. Yeah. I love that movie. I've watched that movie yeah, now sure. at least eight or nine times and it's still every time. Uh, every so time good. I stop on that, if I see it on TV. Yeah. So, um, my other ones include, uh, all the lethal weapon movies. Oh man. <laughs> best. <laughs> nice. Those the I definitely best, watched man. those movies. Mel Gibson, two... Danny Glover. Nice. Those, those were actually childhood movies for me. So I have to confess that I watched those at I love those much movies, too man. early in age. I watched lethal weapon movies for sure. I, I, man, they're, they are incredible. I even liked four. Like some people were like, eh, the four wasn't as good, but man, I, every single one of them I like. Yeah. That's just like your classic, like action packed film. Like you got your rogue cop, yeah. <laughs> like taking down this kingpin. Yeah, it had a good mix of action and comedy with with Riggs and I'm getting too old for this stuff. Murtaugh, man. Murtaugh. Yeah, that's the TBS, the cable TV version. <laughs> the, yeah. I'm getting too old for this stuff. His voice <laughs> changes. Uh, it's so classic, 90s. Uh, I did... I did have Star Wars down, but also one movie that uh, I've always really loved. And I, it was because I was into wrestling when I was a little kid. Have you guys ever seen Ready to Rumble? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I love that movie. I've never watched Still it. Still awesome. I've heard about it. It is awesome. Uh, what is it? David Arquette and uh, Scott. What's his last name? Scott Can. Scott Khan. Khan. Yeah. Uh, man, it, it's a good one. That's, that's one you should check out. Nice. I'll, I'll watch that when you watch Superman. Oop. Uh, this this week then, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so funny, Ronnie. Fifteen percent chance. You and your jokes. But those those were my top movies. Who's next? Ace Ventura. Oh my nice. gosh. Yes. Ace Ventura. Yes. Man. <laughs> oh, Ace Ventura. I've watched yes. that movie probably over a hundred times. I can watch and, and it's I watch it like it's the first time I've ever watched oh it. I la- I still laugh at every single scene. It's just. I could recite the entire movie. It's just it's it starts off just absolutely ridiculous, and it just gets awesome oh, as you get further into the movie. Yeah, Ace Ventura, uh, Dumb and Dumber, like all the Jim Carrey movies back in the heyday. I mean, those are awesome. Uh, hmm. But one of the ones that I would watch all the time is National Treasure, 
Have you seen that one? Oh yeah, with Nick Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh, I that I do love those. Movies. I do too. Awesome. I really like the conspiracy the, movies, like like what they yeah. do in National Treasure. I think it's really cool. Yeah the uh, the music yeah. uh, the soundtrack in that in that movie really really makes that movie. Um, but I love the the clue leads to another clue leads to another clue that uh, to finally get to that treasure. Uh, the, there's a the second one wasn't as good, but it's still. The same thing, nice, nice uh, soundtrack, and going from one clue to another right. to unravel the final destination. So, yeah, Ace Ventura, a national treasure for me. Cool. Nice. All right, for me, two. I'm gonna go from I'm gonna go from three to one, so it's in this order. Um, number three would probably be Inception. I absolutely Ooh, love that movie. That's that's good a good one. one. Uh, Number two is The Empire Strikes Back. That that movie yes. is, is pivotal for so many reasons. It has one of the probably one of the biggest plot twists in cinema history. Um which is freaking amazing. Spoilers. Spoilers. Come Spoilers. On, <laughs> Come on. Was it like thirty years later? Spoilers. Yeah. No, I feel or like there's I feel like there's a that. statute of limitations on that. And uh, we're well past that. No, haven't you seen those uh, videos uh, of of kids watching that for the first time? And they're like, and <gasps> seeing that plot twist, like, what? My mind's blown. Yeah. Yep, it's kind of crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, I actually got to do that. Well, obviously, my wife knew about that, the whole plot twist thing, but my wife had never actually seen the Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy. And so when we started dating, um, we got to watch four, five, and six together. Um, nice. So that it was, was awesome. like, did you do it like a test? Like you gave her a quiz afterwards? <laughs> if you don't pass this, we can't date anymore. No, no, we didn't go that far. But I was oh. like, no, you need to watch these. And then she, she cut or mad. else, or else, <laughs> you must watch. And these. then, and then uh, when when she told her parents, she was like, yeah, I finally watched Star Wars. She's like, they're like, you haven't seen Star Wars. And she's like, "This is your fault. You wouldn't let me watch them." <laughs> wow, that's a trap. But uh, yeah, it is. That's so, cool. yeah. So, Empire Strikes Back is my number two, and number one is another Christopher Nolan movie, um, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, absolutely. Called it. Nice. That's a good one. That is. That's a really, that's good, a really one. good one. To you me, that is. That. That is one of the best. In fact, like towards the top you know you know you can argue like avengers and stuff like that i would argue that is one of the greatest superhero hero films ever made um they just did such a great job with that um obviously heath ledger's performance as the joker was just incredible um they just it's just so well done on every level and i just remember going to see it in the theater and just being like on the edge of my seat uh, at certain parts and being the Batman fan that I am, it was just, it was just, it made my heart happy. And so that's a yep. movie you can always uh, throw on and, and just be super happy to watch it. So, and we have to admit that Heath Ledger, well, his Joker, the best scene, I don't, I don't know. I would say even maybe the best scene for a villain is got to be his magic trick. When he walks up <laughs> and he's like, let me oh, show man. you a magic trick. And then he just puts that pin down and then puts that guy's head Ta-da! Ta-da! It's, it's gone. Man, I laughed so hard when I watched that, and then I felt a little bad because I'm like, "Wow, he just killed that guy!" And I, 
laugh like <laughs> really hard. Now has just a now. pencil straight through his head. Yeah, straight through his brain. <laughs> and yeah. I thought my jokes were bad. <laughs> yeah. Good choices, man. Well, my three. I I'm gonna be honest, guys. I had a really hard time uh, with this. A very very difficult time. And I think it was because I just love movies. And so, like, I was thinking of, you know, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I thought of, of course, Star Wars movies. Uh, I thought of all kinds of movies. So I kind of gave myself little parameters. So I got rid of any sequels. And I said, if it can't stand alone, I'm not going to mention it in my favorite three movies. So the three movies I chose are all original movies that can stand on their own. Because I kind of just set up this little parameter in my head, like, well, if you don't have the context of the other movies, then it doesn't make sense, which I'm not saying if anybody chose, you know, you guys chose sequels and that's fine, but I just had to do it because then I was going to mention like 20 movies as my favorite. Uh, but I chose one movie as the matrix that movie blew my mind and just the whole, like being in a computer and you know, him discovering that he's the one and all that stuff. Just the whole movie is just, and it stands alone. Like you can just finish at that movie and say, ah, he became the one and he won. And that's the end. Nothing ever happened and, after that. And some people would actually prefer to do that. Uh, the other movie that I, uh, is one of my favorites of all time is Avatar, which is for some people, a movie that they love to hate because it's like, you know, been given all these awards and people are like, it's Pocahontas on another planet, which it's true. It's like Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas. Speaking of, it's a Dances, remake. Dances with Wolves is also a good movie. That's a classic from the 90s. True. Uh, but Avatar, I just really enjoy the movie. It was the first like real good HD movie that I owned and got, you know, played on my first HD television. And then the third movie that I, I just adore and is kind of like my expression of my favorite genre of movies, if you can call it a genre, is Inside Out by Pixar. Nice. Oh man. I love that made Inside Out. As a dad. That's a good one. As a dad, as a person who like really cares about understanding people's emotions and understanding my emotions and, and just everything that goes into the human mind. Like I just love the human mind. I'm fascinated by it. So Inside Out <laughs> is is one of my favorites. So nice. those are my Awesome. Those are my top ones. Do you guys have any quick honorable mentions you want to mention? Uh-huh. Die Hard. Die Hard! Best Christmas movie. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> that and Elf. Elf is my favorite Christmas movie to watch with my family. Die Hard I cannot yet watch with my family, but Elf Elf is definitely a, a, <clears throat> one of my honorable mentions. I actually like all the Santa Claus movies. I think yeah. those are awesome. I'll give you one and two. But three with Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack I, can't, Frost. I can't get behind that one. But definitely one and two. Yeah, I one was and two okay are with classic. that one. Yeah, I was okay with it too. Fair enough. Teach their own. Uh, I have to say a newer one that I cannot yet say because it hasn't been long enough is my fa- one of my favorite movies of all times, but Coco. I really, really enjoy the movie Coco. And with that, my honorable mentions are all the Pixar movies. Nice. If I can give that, it's just no, you can't. <laughs> Especially Wally. Poor That's Wally. bottom five. Bottom five. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Ah, uh, jeez. Any other honorable mentions you guys want to mention? Oh gosh. 
Um, if you have to think about it, then that's enough. Robin Hood, men in tights. Oh my nice. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> or men. Men in tights, tights, tights. Oh man. That movie's hilarious. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds. Let that one, ears. I'm definitely. Let me your ears. <laughs> when my kids are old enough, I'm definitely going to first watch Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which that's another one that's really good. A good movie. That is a good one. I'm going to watch that with my kids, and then the next day we're going to watch Men in Tights just so they get the context of like how it compares to that movie and everything. <laughs> that's like a great it's like, combo. It's like, oh, a black sheriff? Yeah. <laughs> It worked in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> and then my kids will be like, can we watch Blazing Saddles? I'll be like, no. 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 Negative. You may not, sir. And madam. Uh, speaking of favorites, uh, continuing the favorite discussion, Duncan Rogers wanted to know, who's your guy's favorite movie sidekick in any movie? Sidekick. Where sidekick. a sidekick exists. Like... Like Garth from Wayne's World. Yeah, yes. sidekick. That is a sidekick. Is that uh, is that your final little, answer? It's my final answer. Lock That's it a good in. Good choice. Walk it in, Dana Carvey. That was a good one. Uh, I'm looking at my list of movies that I had already uh, said here, trying to come Let's up with see. a sidekick. You could do Jenny. Remember, is Jenny? A I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with from the movie Hook. His sidekick Shmi. Nice. Okay. Who's me? Shmee's me. Of course, he's... that baseball scene was like the best. Oh yeah, where they're playing baseball <laughs> yeah, was... for sure. The baseball scene where they're playing baseball. Man, I got to think about what yeah. I'm saying before I say it. <laughs> Dynamite drop in, Molly. That's right. I do my best. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Uh, oh, we didn't even say major oh, league. This major is what league, happens. Major oh, too. oh major league. man, those are so I totally good. About that, for so good. sure. Um, I'm going to go with favorite sidekick. I don't know who you would say is the sidekick, but have you guys watched Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Nights with Owen Wilson? I've seen and, Shanghai Noon. And uh, man, those movies are hilarious. But Jackie Chan, I would say, well, between Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson, they're both funny, but those are really funny. And then maybe a slightly related one, uh, kind of related one is Rush Hour with uh, oh, yeah. Chris Tucker and Jackie Jackie Chan. Yeah, those are good. They're good sidekicks of each other. So, oh, how about wait? We forgot Batman and Robin. Is Robin really one of the best <laughs> sidekicks? I mean, I'm just kidding. I would not even dare suggest that. As unfortunately, a real answer. unfortunately, Robin like has not been in terms of the movies. Robin has not been done well at all. I did not like. I liked it back then, but I'm not a fan of Chris O'Donnell's Robin, especially not in Batman and Robin. Um, but I will say it's technically not a movie, but, um, for anybody who's watching, uh, the DC show Titans, um, the, the, the guy who plays Robin on that show, he's doing a great job. I'm, I'm really enjoying him, his take on him. So, but yeah, Robin hasn't been very, done very well. <laughs> Mark, did you have a sidekick that you liked? Oh gosh, favorite sidekick. Um Donkey. Oh man, that is a fantastic answer, Donkey. What about Donkey Cakes? Cakes and layers. Yeah. And in the morning, <laughs> I'm making waffles. <laughs> yeah, those are classics. Um so after mentioning all these movies, really quick if you can, 
uh, we need to answer super listener Chad at Chad Fackler one's question for the good morning guys. He said, so if you could only have say three movies to watch for the next three years, what would they be? And you can watch these three movies as much as you like, but no other movies can be watched. You have to answer Whoa. fast. So Whoa. go. What is it? Three movies. Go. Ace Ventura, Independence Day, and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> wow! Look at you. You're covering all the bases. Out of left comedy, field. comedy, romance, action. Yeah, you gotta you gotta well switch done. it up. You do gotta switch it up. I would randomly select three of the four Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> nice. Uh, just just roll the die, right? See what <laughs> yeah. happens. I would go with Dark Knight, Back to the Future, the original, the first one, and I'll go with the original Star Wars instead of Empire. As okay. in, all right, so New Hope. New Hope, yep. Phantom cool. Menace, got it. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> Phantom Menace, yes, the original, the first one. <laughs> no, you chose it, sir, sorry. Yay! Pod racing. We both did a similar quote. I think I screwed it up. So thanks for doing it right. Um, my three movies, just to name some more movies that I really like that I could probably watch over and over again because they make me laugh. Uh, have you guys ever seen Spaceballs? Oh yes! yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally watch. I'm gonna go 80s. So my three movies are gonna be Spaceballs, um, Goonies. Uh, Ronnie mentioned that earlier, but I love Goonies. And then, shoot, I'm blanking on the third one. A good 80s movie. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, good one. Come on, right? I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Speaking of sidekicks, <laughs> that dude. What's it, what's it, what's his uh, his friend's name? Oh, uh, Cameron. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Oh, this Rudy, is Mr. Mc... me. This is Mr. McAllister. <laughs> the father. The father. Her <laughs> <Yeah>, father. <laughs> oh, man. I totally just brought that one out of left field. I totally had forgotten about that movie until just the second. So, yeah, those three awesome. 80s movies. Great. Uh, so that do you guys a Home Alone reference, by the way, <laughs> for sure. Uh, is is that a, is there any room for negativity? Do you guys want to mention any bottom three movies? I have one. All right, let's hear it. The, the worst movie of all I've time. ever seen. Yep, it's called The Notebook. <laughs> oh, The Notebook. <laughs> I totally thought you were gonna say why. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, I already said yeah. That's missed that's number two. <laughs> But number, number one, is, number one, our worst all time is the Notebook. I really, just, it's just it hits me so hard. I hate, I hate um, the part where um, the uh, what's uh, what's her name, the the main Rachel character. McAdams. No, when when she's older and she has Alzheimer's and she remembers her husband. It's Rachel McAdams. Sudden, it's it's they put her in an old lady suit. They uh, aged mm-hmm. her with the Super Smash <laughs> Brother light. They shined that Super Smash Brother light on her, and she aged. But yeah, when she re- when she remembers him as they're dancing, and then totally forgets who he is. Ah, I hate that part, and I don't I don't ever want to watch that movie again. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that only only because my uh, my uh, my family 
history is has Alzheimer's. So uh, okay. and it, 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 it kind of hits kind of hits home with me, and I and I don't I didn't like that. See, that's the so, only part I was talking to my wife about the Notebook earlier today, and that's the only aspect of the movie that I really appreciate is the the say the old people part of it but the the part when they're older like just the different parts of like their developing relationship and her remembering and forgetting like when they're laying in bed together and they both die together and it's just so sweet and so nice and sad yeah it's so sad <laughs> oh my gosh i mean it is but they're together hmm. worst so, movie of all time but i i can understand that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Worst movie ever. You know, it makes me a little sad, too, because this, well, this is a story for another show, but the second time I proposed to my wife, uh, we were... Well, that is Whoa, a this story. is... <laughs> we do not have time for me to give that story. We'll get okay. Just, Next week. Next yes. week, folks. No, but <laughs> the second time I proposed for my wife, we had just watched uh, The Notebook, and then I... And I, I kind of like said some things and, you know, nice words and I proposed to her. Um, but And then the third time you proposed to your wife. Yes, and then the third time we watched <laughs> Die Hard. It was after we watched Die Hard. It was awesome. And she finally said yes. Yes. And she was like, yippee <laughs> Mamacita. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> yep. All right. We got any other bottom three, some bottom movies, the worst movies? I just went with any scary movie at all. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like any scary movies. No. The idea of me like paying to get scared is that doesn't even make any sense. The worst use of your money. That's exactly what I'm saying. Fair enough. About you, Mark. Um, yeah, I think the worst movie that I, I it's the one movie that I walked out on. That is the one movie I can remember that I actually walked on, out really? on because I was not a fan. What was uh, it? Is the is the is the remake, the newer the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, uh, and never watched. It Yikes. was so stupid and boring to me. And there was like this scene where this guy is like in an outhouse and he's going to use the bathroom, and for some reason or other his head explodes. And <laughs> the thing looks like a watermelon exploding. Like, it was it was so terribly done. And we were just so not enthused by the movie at all that we just walked out. Whoa. Walking yeah. out on a movie. That's yeah. hardcore. Well, two, yeah. of, two of my bottom movies, um, I almost walked out of both of them. Uh, but I just can't. Once I paid the money, I was like, no, I'm sticking through this and I am seeing it through. And it was Spider-Man 3. Ooh, okay. I cannot stand Spider-Man 3. That's a like, bad movie. That is so bad. Like, I just sat there looking around at people while they were watching it, and then I'm just like, are you guys watching the same movie as me? <laughs> when that, Like, that dance scene when he's all goth and emo oh, and he's so dancing, bad. it is so oh. awful. So terrible. Ugh, it just gives me, like, goosebumps thinking about it. And the other one is another sequel... Uh, that the original one, I mean, like Spider-Man 3, I love Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Tobey Maguire. Like, they're mm-hmm. not like, now they're not my favorite Spider-Man movies, but they're still so good. And so Spider-Man 3 just broke my heart. The other one is Grown Ups 2. I don't know if you guys watched the Grown Ups movie. I love Grown Ups 1. Grown Ups 1 was good. classic. Two? Where no. they're firing the arrows in the air and trying to dodge them and like all that time at camp <clears> and stuff. 
But Grown Ups 2 was so bad. I was just sitting there with my wife, and I'm like, how is this a sequel to one of my favorite comedies? So that's, those, are, <laughs> those are two of my least favorite movies. Along these same lines, maybe, uh, our very own Melanie Novacell, she wanted to know, cheesiest movie you've ever seen, and go. There's a toss-up between two of these movies. I mean, you could argue a lot of, and I'm a fan of musicals. I like musicals, but Grease is is kind of is kind of cheesy. That and on the other spectrum, being a huge Batman fan, probably one of the, and I didn't even think about this as one of the worst movies ever. Um, Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, hands down, absolutely horrible. Terrible. All the all the lines in that movie are just crap. Uh, it, it was just one big toy commercial, um, and it was just so terribly done and very cheesy, um, and just way too like Joel Schumacher. Like Batman Forever, yeah, it had a little bit of the you know neon lights and kind of stuff, and it was okay, but Batman and Robin just sucked a giant goose egg. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Mark. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> I can't think of any cheesy movies, but one of the cheesiest lines in any movie I have ever seen was in the movie Summer Catch. I don't know if you've guys seen that one. It's with uh, Freddie Prince. Seen that. It's one Freddie Prince Jr. He's a he's a pitcher and he's trying to make it to the major leagues. And uh, spoilers: at the end of the movie, he gets a minor league contract. And his girlfriend at the time is Jessica Biel. And after he gets that contract, Jessica Biel looks at Freddie Prince Jr. She smiles and just says, let's be together. (laughs) What? Let's be together. It was so weird and out of place. I'm like, what? Now that you've got your minor league. Now that you've got your minor league contract, let's, yeah, be, let's together. be together. <laughs> let's be together. It's the cheesiest oh line of in every in any movie I've ever seen. Jeez, that's hilarious. See, I always love like cheesy movies, like even like like cheesy comedy movies. Like I would probably go with there. Like the cheesiest movie I've ever seen is probably Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah, that is super <laughs> I still cheesy. Quote but that. But still, but I it's laugh so at good. it every time I watch it's so it. so good, but it, it yeah, is Yeah, it's super still cheesy. funny, but it is dinner. cheesiest. It's the cheesiest movie. But I think it's because it's such a dry cheesy, if that even makes yeah. – if that can be a thing. It's so dry <laughs> A very dry cheesy. cheese. It's like, your mom went to college. <laughs> Tina, eat your dang food. Gosh. Jeez. Do you drink Do you drink 2% milk because you think you're fat? Because you could totally drink whole milk. Does it, does it have sharp talons? <laughs> I've got nunchuck skills. Napoleon, you're just jealous because I've got Yolanda and you don't have anything. That's such a good impression. <laughs> you're just jealous because I chat with babes online all day. Lucas sounded just like him. <laughs> so, you should totally close out the podcast. Just like close that. it out like that. <laughs> well, guys. That's all we have today, so I think we're going to move on from there. Anyways, do you you guys have any, uh, for our last little area of movies, did you guys have any overrated or underrated movies you wanted to share? Yeah, I have an underrated one for sure. Waterworld. Wait, did you say underrated or overrated? Sorry. 
I wasn't listening. It was under underrated Waterworld. Okay. The one where the one where Kevin Costner drinks his own pee. The one where Kevin Costner's like a half fish, half human yeah. being. Okay, we'll go with that. I will say I didn't answer the cheesy question because I couldn't think of anything. I agreed with all you guys, but I will say in Waterworld, the villain. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was also, ooh, no, cheesy movie is Super Mario Brothers, the video game movie. Ah, oh, my gosh. That is like no, one cheesy thing no, after another. No. And that is like, that should have been on the bottom three also. Goomba. Goomba. <laughs> but that had lots of cheesy lines in it also. Um, yes. But going back to Waterworld, what Ronnie was talking about, the villain in that, he's pretty cheesy. He's like, no, he's like such a cliche villain, but I can see where Waterworld could be underrated. It's a good, it's a good flick. I enjoyed it when I watched it one and a half times. Nice. (laughs) On Showtime. Um, It's a long, it's a long movie. mm. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, go ahead, Patrick. One of the under, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) We're We're good at that. We're real good at that. <laughs> I was like, how long can we hold it? I couldn't do it anymore. All right, go ahead, Patrick. Uh, no, one of the underrated movies, and one of my favorite movies, uh, it was a surprise to me, was Secret Window. I don't know if you've guys seen that one. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. I saw that mm-hmm. a long time ago. Uh, it is, it's just like, it's one of those movies where there's no like character development into the beginning before they get into the actual story. I mean, it just starts off with Johnny Depp answering the door, and this guy just standing there. He's like, you stole my story. And then getting into the movie. Love that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. I think I think my I think the most underrated at least the most underrated Disney movie is uh the movie Treasure Planet. I actually really liked that movie uh when it came out. That's a good one. Um and I don't think it did as well. Um, for Disney, but I enjoyed that. I just liked the whole like Treasure Island with like a lot of futuristic kind of stuff in it. Nice, cool. Well, based off of uh, our past podcast, my initial reaction for underrated would definitely be Wally or Ratatouille. Thanks to Patrick. But... No, no, they're not. They're, they're not underrated. They, they are. Not even be, they're underrated. they're overrated. <laughs> no, but my answer was actually '90s Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Oh, and uh, yeah. I think that movie gets a lot of hate for not portraying Godzilla in the right way. Or I think it does have a couple cheesy lines in it. But I just thought that was a fun movie. And like when they close out the movie with all the eggs in Madison Square Garden. Spoilers. Spoilers. And. Uh, you know, they blow it up with a bunch of bombs. Spoilers. Uh, I just really enjoyed that movie. The other honorable I mention. Your opinion. What's that? Go. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. No, but uh, the other thing in general, I would just say all animated kids movies, Pixar movies in general are underrated by uh, most adults, whether they be parents or single adults. And I just think a lot of animated movies nowadays are just made for all ages and they're good. And my overrated movie is definitely the twilight series. Yes. So so overrated. Overrated. And the actress that plays, I don't even care to remember her name who plays the, the leading girl in twilight. She has got to be top 10, top five worst actress ever. Kristen Stewart, right? Kristen Stewart. 
her like she's just like <laughs> like her response to anything when she's mad is just like Ugh, like this uh face like uh she's just yeah twilight movies overrated and also batman versus superman banned yep <laughs> i had to slip that one in <laughs> first of all and i'm just gonna leave this at this leave have this you at, seen this at this have you seen yeah i'm gonna leave this <laughs> at this uh-huh i'm going to drop this point drop it there we go have you seen the extended edition the director's cut unfortunately yes Dang it! It's, it's too long. It's, it's too long. It's too much. It's, it's like not, yeah. They, the extended really edition has extended long. dead dead air. Like it's more breathing. <laughs> it's like, what can we do to make this better? Let's have let's have Bruce Wayne breathe more and not say anything for uh, I'm situational. Gonna with that. I'm gonna disagree. That's Agree fine. to disagree. You're you're allowed to. That's why it's my overrated movie and not yours. So, okay. Any more overrated underrated movies? Last chance. All right. Well, if not, then since we are all experts on movies at this point, we're going to finish with our good old friend, friend, without a D, our good old friend, Barnaby Butters, <laughs> at Dante's Belmont on Twitter. He wanted to know this, or he shared this situation with us and wanted to know our response. You get the chance to produce a movie. The studio wants to experiment a little and wants you to cross genre a little uh, with a superhero in a horror movie, Superman versus Kryptonite zombies, for example, or a video game in a rom-com, Peach leaves Mario for Luigi. What do you do, and who do you cast? Okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street, but instead of Freddy Krueger, it's Wolverine. Ooh. Nice. Okay. All right. But I don't know who I would cast as. I like that. Wolverine, to make it to make it. A horror, like a maybe that guy from No Country from Old uh, No Country for Old Men, the main character. He'd be more like. How about The Rock? <laughs> Wayne the Rock Johnson. Here the we Rock. go. Yes. <laughs> oh jeez. He could play any part, man. Yeah, I don't know who you would cast as Wolverine. I just can't see anyone other than Hugh Jackman. But, I know it's tough, but you don't want to make him a villain. He's. Hugh Jackman. But it's it's a horror movie, right? No, I know. Why yeah, it's a horror can't, movie. Why so. can't. But like, is he the villain? Like Wolverine's Freddy Krueger, right? So it's yeah, Nightmare right? on Elm yeah. Street. <laughs> now wait, is is Wolverine wearing the striped shirt, pajamas, and the hat and stuff? No, he's Wolverine. Oh, okay. Because that would be really funny to see Wolverine wearing the Freddy Krueger outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely awful looking. I, there's got to be like a WWE wrestler that could pull off a wolverine look or something like somebody who's like not you know really well known kind of a no name just somebody famous diamond dallas page <laughs> maybe a giant wolverine i'm gonna south high five. i'm gonna agree with you because i don't have any other answers for that i don't i don't know so yours is i'm gonna go fo- that's a good one so go ahead ronnie what's yours I'm going to go football reference and say Clay Matthews, Wolverine. Mm. A pretty good one. Clay Matthews. Okay. Wait, are we are we changing the question now to no. be better who, who's, who's, gonna, who's casting Wolverine in the Elm Street movie, the new Elm Street movie? 
Ronnie, did you have a response to Barnaby's? Uh... I got to be honest. I don't even remember what the question. Was. <laughs> I had a feeling you did. <laughs> so we have gone down a tunnel. It's a superhero horror crossover. A, so do you want to do a superhero in a horror movie crossover or a video game as a rom com? A uh, video game is a rom com. I remember anything scary is definitely out for me. Okay, so what's your video game as a rom com? What's it going to be? Um, I would have to say. Let me think of this huge bank of video games. And <laughs> probably go with uh, Grand Theft Auto, some type of version of that. Okay, as a rom com. <laughs> yep. Yes, it's <laughs> a rom com. That's exactly it would be what like, I'm going with. To make it even more fun, it would be like a sequel to The Ballad of Gay Tony. <laughs> One of the Grand Theft Auto DLCs. Premiering on yeah. Hallmark this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Battle Gay Tony. Gay Tony's down on his luck. <laughs> oh, jeez. Marky, oh, what do you got? Gosh. Um, I would definitely go with the superhero, uh, superhero uh, horror movie reference. Um, I feel like you could do so much... Uh, and go like full in with um, anything like Batman, um, especially like if you went full in with like a a, a re uh, like an adaptation of of the Killing Joke, uh, which is a, a classic storyline uh, from uh, from Batman's sort of collection of comics. Um, I believe that was written by Alan Moore, who also did Watchmen. Um, but you know that's very like horror suspense kind of thing um so you could you could go that way and anything involving the joker you could make horror um so yeah yeah you put Will, willem dafoe as joker that's a yes i would do that okay. nice well to even it out oh go ahead did you have more i, I don't know plot? who i would cast as batman though um maybe maybe christopher like a, walken he, uh i am i am batman okay alfred get the bat suit ready (laughs) i feel like you cast the rock in this also (laughs) oh jeez be a great batman rock love uh for me i'm gonna just even it out and go with a video game and a rom-com and i'm gonna go with I think I'm just going to go with what I recently played, uh, Donkey Kong. But instead of Pauline, you know, going with Mario, she instead falls in love with Donkey Kong. And, you know, it's like cartoony, so it's not going to... That sounds like a Pixar movie right there. They're not going to take it too far. (laughs) She just, you know, it's like that Stockholm Syndrome. Like, she's just captured by him for so long, and it's about them trying to figure out, like, you know, how to... How to continue their relationship. That's all I got. I really couldn't think okay. of anything else. <laughs> all right. So that concludes our movie discussion. That concludes our very interesting movies. I think we learned a good lesson in that last question that I should I, I should never be allowed to produce a movie. And that <laughs> yeah, me neither. if we're ever in doubt, we should just cast The Rock. That's what we learned in that. So... Uh, as we wrap things up, guys, and as we get to the, the end of our time together, do you guys have any last-minute inspirational thoughts, music to share, uh, random dad jokes, 
questions. What you got for us to close things out? I do happen to have some additions to add to the uh, Good Morning Guys morning playlist, uh, which if you didn't know, uh, you can search out on Spotify. It is a playlist that I curate, add to every week. Um, So I have three additions this week. Uh, So the first song is a song called The Walker by Fitz and the Tandrums. Um, And uh, it's it's just a fun little little song, kind of up-tempo. Uh, song um another song is uh and i'm not even gonna attempt to say this guy's actual name it's it's hawaiian and so it's like really long but a lot of people call him is iz um but i i i recommend you look it up and look up his actual name because it's kind of long um but many of you have heard this song i'm sure you guys have probably heard it in movies it's uh it's his version of somewhere over the rainbow oh yeah uh yeah that's uh, a good mixed one. with i believe what a wonderful world is in there too um yeah it's such a great chill song to listen to um and finally uh it's the song uh blue ridge mountains from a band called fleet foxes uh they're just like a super chill folky kind of band um so yeah i will add those to the playlist Mark, I have to say, I'm a little surprised you you missed a good opportunity to put in uh, one of my favorite movie songs from a soundtrack for Armageddon. Don't wanna miss a thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. What? No, thank you. What? Come on. No. Dude, that is a classic movie song. I'm gonna add it to the playlist. Yes, do it. <laughs> Well, you can't, because I'm the only one who can. Go right under the curator's <laughs> nose and add that song. He's got the keys. You should post a YouTube video on the Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> I, will, I will shame you all day if you do that. Uh-oh. Look out for them public shamings. Whoa. By the curator. That sounds like a villain name. You could definitely be a villain. <laughs> the curator. The curator. <laughs> Mark the curator. I'm the Mark curator. <laughs> I could be a curator. But that's it for me. Anybody else? No, I'm good. Cool. Well, the only Please last out. the only last thing I wanted to mention is that it's quite obvious that we love stories and that uh, you know, we love movies. And I think it's it should be noted that that I think that's a part of being human is not loving movies but loving stories. Stories are are powerful. You know, they inspire us. You know, I, I always love to hear a story, to learn a new story. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, I, I think some of the best movies that I've ever seen are movies that when I walk out of the movie or when I turn the movie off or turn off my TV, like I want to live in that world or I want to be in that character's shoes or, you know, when I'm inspired or I connect emotionally with a character. Uh, and I think the reason we like that is because we love stories. You know, something that's that's very interesting to think about that I was reflecting on when I was thinking about movies, thinking about stories, is is that stories have such an impact on us. And, you know, it's interesting to think about, you know, in taking this a little on the, the Christian side of things. You know, as a Christian, when I watch a movie, I always try to pay attention to the message of the movie and what it's trying to say about God, trying to say about humans, humanity, that kind of thing. 
And, and I was thinking about the other day how Jesus, when he was on this earth and he was teaching people, like a third of what he had to say was stories, was parables, were parables. And uh, it's just it's just really cool that, that Jesus, if he had, had been alive in our time, I think he would have had a top 10, a top five. He would have had movies that he liked and that he would have shared. And, uh, you know, so I think it's really cool to think about not just cool movies, but think about how powerful stories are. And I think to really connect it to our podcast and really connect it to what we do, um, it's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to to not just share our stories, but to, to learn about your stories, to, to share God's story, to, to connect with each other and really, um, to just really discover, uh, God's truth, to discover, uh, about each other's lives, to, to remember that we're not alone. And, and I think that's one of the things that makes movies so special too, is that we sometimes are reminded that we're not alone. So just wanted to mention that just that quick little thought, uh, about the power of movies and stories. I think it's, it's definitely, um, in, in one that is pertinent to this, to this discussion. So true that. Yeah. True that. So, well, that's all for this good morning. We look forward to connecting with all you guys on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and discord. And if not, then please join us again, starting next Thursday morning or afternoon on podcast services around the globe and YouTube, of course. And if you get a chance, please feel free to rate us on iTunes. Right, Ronnie? Right. Do you think there's a good reason to rate us on iTunes? So we can get 15 stars? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we should maybe shoot higher than 15 stars. I think maybe 25 at least. There you go. <laughs> Ronnie's issuing the challenge. We, w- we, would, we would love to get 25 stars by next week. That would be Boom. capital A amazing. How many of us is there? We could get 20 right here. We could. We could do it right here, right now. Five stars. All right. We need one more. All right, my podcasting brothers, listeners, friends, and family. Go get your good morning this week. May God bless you and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Hasta luego. Hasta la pasta and hasta la vida. Vida. Hasta la vista, baby. One, two, three, four. Mark, we might have lost Mark, folks. Houston, we have a problem. He's just staring at us. I think he maybe he's He's frozen. He's staring at us like a statue right now. He's icing us. We're sorry, Mark, about the Nintendo (laughs) stuff. We really didn't mean it. We're just come back, Mark. Mark, return us. (laughs) We didn't allow him to do his news update, and he bolted on us. (laughs) Apparently, Mark has no opinion about socks with sandals. Oh, please. All right. Hopefully well, we've got him uh, contractually locked down so we can't actually do this again. Yeah, I think we're going to have to take this out of his pay just a little bit, a small percentage for each minute. It's probably right. That he is not with us. Are we just supposed to improv during this session here? Uh, yeah, we haven't lost a man yeah. during the podcast, have we, before? It's the first mm. time.
Do you guys use chopsticks? Like a Chinese restaurant? Uh, oh, I do. Man, that's so difficult to... to use. I have no idea how to use it. That's why they invented the, f- the fork. The first 10 minutes. What happened? He said that his hangout froze. He said, just keep going. Okay. All right. Hmm. So Are we going back to the chopsticks? i think that's all we got when we get frozen up like this so mark how are you wonderful how are you doing he's back great hi mark (laughs) so mark why don't you share with us your feelings socks versus sandals socks versus sandals or acceptable at home i think he's frozen again (laughs) No, he's moving. Oh, okay. <laughs> there he is. He's here. He's faking me out. Uh, a fashion travesty or sin punishable by death? Go. 